Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Welcome to Lauren's Sunday Podcast. Today is Sunday, October 29th, 2017. Uh, we are starting just about a little after 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As you are all aware of, all comments and views and opinions of my guests do not necessarily reflect my own, but like all community forums, it's communication, we can all learn something. Uh, the chat room will remain open. You can chat among yourself, but chatters and callers, I do not engage while I'm interviewing or speaker or commentary. Uh, because uh, simply uh, it would distract too greatly. Um, we will, uh, then after our call, we'll have, uh, it's called Questions and Answers, Q&A, Q&A, uh, after the interview. And at that time, if you are calling in, all you have to do is star eight on your telephone. I'll see you on the board. And uh, we will uh, open you up so you can ask a question. Okay. So without further ado, let's go ahead and say that stay in show business and put the show on the road. Good evening and welcome to Lauren's Sunday podcast, October 29th, How does that, am I louder now? Yes. Uh, now I can hear you uh, better. Okay, okay. I don't know what's going on with this phone. How has your week been going? Uh, well, it has uh, uh, been going uh, not too well uh, lately because um, 
the attacks, harassment, and antagonism of the illegal aliens mafia towards my mother and myself for reporting them and finding uh, a smoking gun uh, regarding their racketeering has uh, made them very fierce uh, towards us and uh, has, has made them attack us much more. Uh, today, my mother received another letter, a second letter from Adult Protective Service um, by uh, a, a lady um, that works for the commissioner, that Diana Dane, the commissioner that she sued at the federal level uh, for um, racketeering, elderly financial abuse, identity theft, and fraud. And uh, after they were, uh, she was duly notified, she's having uh, her supervisees, which Diana Dean sent to harass us, to, to claim that they didn't, um, uh, that, they, that we did not, that my mother didn't serve her with uh, the federal lawsuit when we have um, a document that attests that she was duly notified of uh, uh, the federal lawsuit and that she was being sued at the federal court and the federal uh, index number for racketeering, um, elderly financial abuse, identity theft, and fraud, and theft is uh, 16, Diazin Victor, Diazin Cat, 1297. That's the index number for the federal lawsuit. 16 VC 1297. Uh, she claimed she's having her supervisees, which she sends to harass us, that uh, she can send um, her supervisees to tamper with the uh, plaintiff of a federal lawsuit against her and to tamper with the um, witness of a federal lawsuit, in this case myself, um, against her, because she did not receive uh, the federal lawsuit when we have a document signed by her staff members showing that she received the federal lawsuit. We also have recordings that show that they received the federal lawsuit and many recordings saying that they have the federal lawsuit. So since these people are not too smart, uh, they are claiming that they didn't receive the federal lawsuit. Now um, they were going to, they called us um, during uh, September, they told us, and I quote, we will not, we will not leave you alone, uh, end quote. Um, and uh, when, when we told them to stop harassing us, because my, they know very well that my mother has never belonged to Adult Protective Service. She was, about 10 years ago, she was uh, tricked into signing a document saying that she was going to be uh, given back the stolen uh, government benefits that they stole from her, the Department of Social Services, or Kevin McGuire stole from her, because the, the Department of Social Services um, commissioner back then was Kevin McGuire about 10 years ago. So she was tricked into signing a document saying that um, she wanted the, the assistance uh, of um, public uh, of uh, the commissioner and that um, she wanted her Section 8, which was stolen, her food stamps, which were sto was uh, also stolen, were, were also stolen, um, her um, electricity and utility assistance, her um, money to, to 
uh, pay for the medicine, the copayment, medic uh, the, the, the medicine copayments when she went to the pharmacy or, where, or when I went to the pharmacy. They were going to all give it back to her. They were also going to pay for her phone, which they have to pay uh, for your phone. If you uh, are unable to to pay for it yourself, so they said, "Oh, say, okay, sign this paper." And the the paper was an adult protective service app, uh, document. Uh, and then when she realized that she was uh, tricked into um, signing those papers, so they can further defraud the USA government and the taxpayers, so they can tell the USA government, in other words. Uh, we are taking care of this uh, citizen, and we are providing uh, housing for her, um, uh, Medicaid for her, medical um, uh, medical insurance. Uh, also, we are paying for her, her utilities, gas and electricity, and we are um, spending maybe $50,000 a year on her uh, and so on. So we need those $50,000. So when they got those that money from supposedly, uh, for um, her needs, they packeted that money. That's called uh, mismanagement uh, of federal funds and state funds and theft. Um, yes, and is. also, uh, when my mother realized that, uh, she did not go along with that, uh, being an honest, decent uh, citizen, she refused to go along with that, and she canceled any um, uh, contract verbal or written with that agency, Adult Protective Service. Nevertheless, they have been defrauding the USA government uh, and the taxpayers um, with uh, millions of dollars, if not billions uh, of dollars, because it's been 10 years and we found out that they have been, uh, that the government have been giving monies to the, uh, uh, the commissioners of the Department of Social Services with my mother's social security number and with my mother's identity. And now they want to falsely document that my mother has been in adult protective services all alone for these 10 years or so, and that all the millions and, and probably billions of dollars that they have defrauded the USA government with her name and social security number, they have used that on her. But there is a problem with that because we have been uh, reporting this racketeering and theft of uh, government benefits all along for the last 10 years. So now they want to uh, falsely document that she's uh, unstable or mentally ill and that she needs to be in a nursing home uh, because she cannot, she doesn't know anything about herself, and I have her custody. So they are supposedly transferring her custody from me uh, to the Department of Social Services Commissioner, Diana Dean, here, which is one of the defendants in her federal lawsuit uh, against government employees, which is a direct conflict of interest, and it is illegal. So these people are falsifying documents after documents after documents, and uh, they don't know where to go now. Um, when they sent a letter dated... Um, October 18th, 2017, telling my mother, and that was after we received the call saying, and I quote, we won't, we, we won't leave you alone um, from Adult Protective Service, from the supervisees of uh, Diana Dane, and uh, in this case it was a man uh, 
who was supervised by uh, Corinda Crossdale, which is the Department of Social Services Commissioner in um, Monroe County, uh, who sold, uh, who stole and sold my mother's identity and mine, and has been defrauding the USA government with uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars for approximately a year now, since November of 2016. So now they want to falsely document that uh, I am a criminal because I have, uh, they opened four different cases in Monroe County, supposedly because I am a criminal, but uh, I have been going to court for the last uh, five months or so, and um, they charged me first with defaming one of his illegal alias mafia members who they got to post as my husband, and uh, when I reported his uh, participation in the racketeering with um, a government employees who were police officers and members of the judicial system. Then they hit me with uh, a court order saying that I was defaming this illegal alias mafia because he didn't have a criminal record. So I contacted the uh, federal government and found out that not only did he have a criminal record, that he was a dangerous man with a from here to the moon and the federal agent that spoke with me told me, ma'am, if you see that guy, call the police immediately because it's very dangerous. So um, this guy has been um, committing felonies uh, left and right, and um, those felonies are um, caused, uh, because, uh, caused by the illegal alias mafia because he works for the illegal alias mafia. So... Um, the illegal alias mafia sends him to assassinate people who are reporting the illegal alias mafia, other members, or who, whose government benefits uh, have been stolen and sold many times, and they are afraid to be prosecuted uh, for selling uh, these uh, citizens' government benefits and identities. So they send this, they have these uh, people like this guy that they. Uh, um, had uh, to pose as my husband to assassinate the American citizens whose identities and government benefits are being sold many, many times, and they need to get rid of those individuals. So, and so the hit is also, uh, by the way, Professor Martinez, do you hear me better now? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. I figured out the volume on this phone. When you, we're going to just keep to this individual, you know, either individual or this guy. I understand we can't say his name. Um, but this individual uh, in the mafia, he's sort of the hitman. He's low, and he gets his orders to assassinate uh, citizens from higher up. That's why this mafia has so many players. Is that correct? You know what I mean? Yes, and he gets the orders uh, of assassination directly from the Department of Social Services commissioners, like Corinda Crossdale, uh, because he's located in Monroe County, New York. So he steals uh, the identities of citizens uh, and give it to Cor Corinda Crossdale. Uh, and in turn, Corinda Crossdale gives him a percentage of um, whatever uh, she receives or uh, gives him a chunk of money, uh, a one-time one -time payment. So with my mother uh, and myself, uh, what he did was he copied everything, our social security cards, our passports, and everything, uh, all the documents that, uh, we had and then sold uh, our identities to Corinda Crossdale, the, the Department of Social Services Commissioner 
in Monroe County. Then uh, she made a deal with two women who have been getting Section 8, um, Medicaid, food stamps, and uh, utility assistance, uh, um, paid uh, gas and electricity, as well as transportation when they need to do something or go some someplace uh, to a hospital or something, and they also send them taxi drivers to take them from door to door. Um, oh, how nice. All free, all paid by the taxi. When they go someplace. All mm. with the uh, courtesy, uh, all is courtesy of the taxpayers using my mother's social security number and mine and my mother's personal identifiable information and mine. Um, how do you like that? Yes. That's uh, uh, just disgusting because I was about to ask, ask the next, next question. If you want to report your identity has, in fact, been stolen, I think it's DOJ or FBI. I'm not sure which one. Are they also a part of this mafia? So that's why nothing happens because I know I reported my identity and my sister's Lillian. Nothing happened, Professor Martinez, nothing. Yes. Uh, you reported, first of all, to the local police department, and I, I'm going to tell you that none of them are going to do anything, but you have to report it, and I'll tell you why. Because um, you're, going to, you're going to report it to the local, state, and, and federal uh, authorities. When you don't report it, you open a door for them to escape and to say, well, if she has reported it, we, w we would have done something about that because... Um, we are against uh, racketeering, uh, organized crime, and um, we wanted to do something, but we, she didn't report it, so we couldn't do anything. So they are off the hook. But if you report it, then they're, gonna, they're going to be like uh, Hillary Clinton, sort of speak, um, James Comey, uh, Lorena Lynch, and um, Bill Clinton and, and uh, their daughter. Um, they're going to be um, going to jail because uh, they knew uh, and they were part of racketeering, organized crime. Racketeering is just another word for organized crime. They were stealing the uh, people's uh, lands, like the Bundys in Oregon. They stole the farm and killed one of the uh, owners because they, that land had uranium in it. And they needed the uranium to sell it to uh, Putin, President Putin uh, from Russia. So that's why they assassinated this poor farmer uh, who did nothing to them, uh, the previous administration. Uh, that was covered up, of course. Uh, they said that uh, since it is organized crime, the FBI people and the other police officers who are criminals working as government employees said that this old guy, skinny old guy, was going to shoot them when in reality he didn't have a gun and he just reached, uh, uh, he, he got out with his hands up and he reached uh, to his eye because I think they shot uh, something and he went into his eyes or something like that. And when he um, put his hand in his eye, they uh, shot him uh, many times and killed him. Uh, and then they continued, of course, with their enterprise, uh, the, uh, they uh, sold the, the, the they stole the land and sold the uranium. Um, also, they uh, do this to many people. They steal their social security checks uh, because they are criminals, organized crime, and many people don't know what to do. They don't know uh, that they can take them to court. They believe that um, 
the Social Security Administration a fair hearing, quote unquote, because he has nothing fair about it, is the one that they have to go to. So they go through that, and since the, the very criminals that are stealing the Social Security numbers are the ones involved or connected to the judges in the fair hearings, then they never get uh, their money back. And these people are then assassinated or put into nursing homes to be assassinated there or assassinated at the local hospitals when they go because they're sick. Or they send that one of the drug lords uh, to send one of the drug dealers that they control to assassinate the citizens. This is what is called organized crime. Uh, during the other call, I was asked uh, a, to explain organized crime. Organized crime is a, a, a criminal organization that is organized. It has a hierarchy, uh, and um, it goes from uh, the people who are not very smart, who are not very, uh, who don't have a lot of uh, academia, uh, and they are perhaps the hitmen, like the uh, illegal aliens mafia member that I mentioned. That. Uh, Illegal Aliens Mafia member George Gallagher had uh, to pose as my husband so he can fabricate a case against me in the family court and then railroad me uh, to put me in jail and assassinate me there uh, to prevent me from uh, further uh, showing evidence in my news channels uh, against the Illegal Aliens Mafia and his associates who belong to the same mafia. Uh, so they do this uh, in order to silence people and uh, they get very intimidated when people are um, talking on, the, on, on shows and the, the shows cannot be raised. They get very intimidated because they know that um, Trump does not agree with their racketeering uh, because he doesn't need money uh, anyway. And uh, he's, he has another type of education. So um, he's going to hunt them down, and they know that. That's why they are uh, doing what they're doing. They're uh, sending people to harass my mother to try to provoke an, ev an epileptic seizure on her and or a heart attack uh, and uh, her death so she doesn't make it to federal court to show the evidence that she has against Diana Dean and uh, her other racketeering um, associates who uh, steal and sell the government benefits of the citizens and then uh, sent assassins to assassinate them. And these people that sent um, this Diana Dane and uh, uh, Corinda Crossell sent the men who told us, uh, and I quote again, uh, we're not going to leave you alone. Uh, after I told him that my mother had a federal lawsuit against um, her boss, his boss, excuse me, and that what he was doing was a serious offense, a criminal offense. It is called tampering with the plaintiff of a federal lawsuit and tampering with the witness of a federal lawsuit in order to change the outcome. And he said, and I quote, I don't care. We don't care. So they don't care. Why? Because they, it is an organized crime. So the very people that are supposed to process arrest these people for tampering with the witness and tampering with the uh, plaintiff of a, of a lawsuit uh, and charge them and process them and process them and put them in jail are the very people who are uh, part of the racketeering, the trafficking of citizens' identities and government benefits, the uh, intimidators uh, in, uh, who coerce the citizens 
into not uh, speaking up because if they do, they're going to be or falsely arrested and, and, and uh, assassinated in jail or falsely arrested or beat up or raped or something like that. Uh, and they use rape as, as a punishment. I know that, um, I know of a, of a news reporter uh, that reported racketeering and that the, um, the people, the men that he, she reported, who belonged to the, the criminal organization that she reported, um, got her uh, arrested when she was in the jail. One of the uh, female uh, police officers told her, I want to I want to tell you uh, you're going to be raped by ten police officers who are waiting for you inside there, and uh, there is nothing that I can do. I don't agree with what they're doing, but I have to do it. So she was raped there. Um, they beat her up. Uh, she came out. Oh my out. God! Oh my yes. God! And uh, she has to be uh, like my mother and myself, uh, moving from place to place um, because everywhere she moves to. They uh, go there and try to kill her, and, and they harass her and try to kill her. After that, um, she got out uh, because, of course, the case is fabricated always by the mafia. And mm-hmm. um, she got out, and after that, the guy uh, with a group of other guys uh, with guns went to where she was and kidnapped her. Then he uh, himself raped, uh, raped her and broke, I think, four ribs, one arm, and one leg, and uh, left her for dead. After that, she was taken to the hospital. They saved her life, and um, she, since then, um, has received a lot of psychological help, uh, and many, many of her friends decided not to associate with her anymore because they were terrified of the organized crime and having them do the same things that they did to her to, to them. So she has very little friends like my mother, myself, uh, and I'm sure you, uh, and the other TIs, uh, targeted individuals, uh, which are millions because many people don't know this, but we are millions uh, because there are uh, 50 approximately uh, 50, and if not 50, close to 50 million illegals in the country who who need um, the citizens' social security numbers and identities to get welfare benefits and defraud the USA government with millions of dollars every year to get uh, to buy homes, to buy cars, to get driver licenses, and to move around in the country. So those 50 million don't get their identities from the countries where they were, from Mexico, Honduras, uh, Guatemala, um, Venezuela, Ecuador, Africa, um, Russia, and and in Europe. They get those uh, identities from us, from the people that the Department of Social Services commissioners uh, kill every year when they, after they steal their government benefits and their, their identities and government benefits and sell them to, to these illegals and illegal alias mafia members. And I remind you, um, I have documented in my research uh, up to seven different identities for one illegal or one illegal alias mafia members. 
And uh, that means that they receive seven different checks. If it's pensions, if a person has a pension, they receive seven different pensions. Uh, they might have one identity that receives a pension, so they, they, they receive that pension. Uh, the other identities might not receive pension, but they receive social security disabilities. They receive that. So they receive seven different government packages, full cover government packages, because once they process, process you, the Social Security Administration Department and the uh, um, Department of Social Services, once they process you, they do everything and anything possible to get you those government benefits because those government benefits means, mean a lot of millions of dollars for them once they sell them. Do you think, Professor Martinez, that um, with President Trump now our president and how he's first attacking this at the money source, you know, cutting off aid, uh, do you think the next thing he needs to um, reel in those sanctuary states and cities? I think he has to do away with the, the governors uh, and the senators. Uh, uh, I don't think he can remove the senators because they are elected. So they have to be there sometimes three years, sometimes uh, four years, uh, I believe. So I know that they, I understand, as I understand that the the senators for New York, I think, is two year, uh, uh, are elected every two years or so. But I'm I'm not too sure. But he cannot remove them. But he can, as I understand, that remove the governors, like the governor of um, Los Angeles, who declared uh, Los Angeles a sanctuary state, like the governor of New York, who is in the racketeering. Um, and uh, stealing the citizens' uh, identities and government benefits and getting prof uh, getting a lot of money, millions of dollars from it. I, I believe, um, I believe, Professor Martinez, that they are uh, the governor Jerry Brown in California. I believe he's he has signed wanting the entire state of California, sanctuary state like Illinois, the entire state. But uh, I think that I, Trump, President Trump, needs to remove things. Yeah, because I, I was going to ask that next question. These sanctuary cities, sanctuary states, uh, when it comes back down to our country's constitution, uh, isn't that, um, aren't they seceding? That means aren't they separating from the union to do this? What happens with the uh, state is that uh, there is a law that allows the state to become sovereign, which means that the state can do many things within the state without the permission of the federal government, of the uh, okay. president. But um, the president tried to uh, stop that um, by taking away the uh, the federal funds from the mm -hmm. states that uh, do not follow U.S. law, federal laws, or immigration laws. In other Me words, right. states that are violating a U.S. law, the federal laws, but there was, they went to court, and the, the judges, uh, the illegal alias mafia, federal judges, because they have federal judges, ruled mm -hmm. against President Trump and against our Constitution, which states that um, anything that goes against the citizen or the Constitution or uh, its people needs to be uh, done away with. So this federal judge uh, ruled that Trump cannot uh, 
withhold the federal funds from the sanctuary cities and from the sanctuary states. So what uh, Trump is doing now is he's going. To, he's saying, "Well, I cannot do that. I'm going to uh, appeal it, or I'm going to go to court and find my way around that because he's a brilliant man. He's a very smart man. But mm-hmm. what I'm going to do is I'm going to say whoever uh, to all the sanctuary states and the cities, whoever do not comply, do not show me evidence that they are complying with the immigration federal immigration laws that they are protecting." Um, criminals who are deported and who come back into the country and who are arrested and uh, who are not reported to ICE to be deported, uh, if I find uh, evidence of that, I will make you pay back all the grants that I have given you, that the federal government has given you. So uh, that's not too much, but that's a start. And I'm sure he's going to find another way because uh, Trump is very smart and he has very smart people working for him uh, who are not, um, who have class, who are not uh, common thieves like we had in the previous administration. And we have now because many people think that Obama administration is gone. Obama administration is not gone. Uh, Obama is gone, um, and I believe he's going to go to jail. But uh, the administration, his administration um, is still here, and his administration uh, is called the Chicago-like administration because of all the corruption uh, that uh, he left. He has left many government employees, like Diana Dean, like, um, uh, excuse me, Kevin McGuire in Westchester County, Diana Dean in Livingston County, uh, like uh, Corinda Crossdale in Monroe County, uh, and uh, the Department of Social Services are infested with criminals who are stealing the, the citizens' uh, government benefits and checks and subjugating and assassinating the citizens. So um, Obama is gone, but uh, his, his uh, government employees are not, and we have the same problem. Uh, and we have... Um, Nancy um, Berryhill, uh, her middle initial is um, a, a, a as in Apple. Nancy Berryhill is the uh, Social Security Administration Office Commissioner uh, of the entire country, and she is uh, involved in the racketeering. It, it is something that is unbelievable. It's like uh, the nightmare of the uh, Russian and uh, uranium thing. Uh, and the uh, racketeering that uh, President Obama, um, the Clintons, and uh, uh, Comey and all the other criminals were involved in uh, because the people who are supposed to protect the citizens are the ones who are stealing from the citizens, uh, uh, practicing organized crime against the citizens, and subjugating the citizens to assassinate them and uh, continue to steal from them even after their death. Because, as you know, the Inspector General's office came up with um, an, uh, uh, an investigation result, uh, and it resulted in, in, in 6.1 million American citizens who were still getting their Social Security checks who were 112 years old or older. That means that most people are dead, and even after their, their death, 
um, the illegals who uh, are using their identities are still getting their social security checks, which they worked for because the illegals that are getting those social security checks never worked one day in their lives here. Not at all, but uh, this this is horrible. May I ask you a question? So you have Uh, Obama's administration, but with another president. So now the president has a lot of work to do because he's draining the swamp. He has taken out many of the Obama's criminals, but uh, there are many left uh, here who are doing damages, a lot of damages to the country and to the citizens. They're killing the citizens. And it's, uh, and continues to steal from the citizens. And when you go to court, they um, have many uh, schemes in court um, because they have their, their judges also at, at the Supreme Court, at the uh, local courts, and at the federal courts. And they continue to uh, steal from, subjugate, and many and many times kill uh, the American citizens by the millions because um, they are left over from Obama. And, and there is nothing that uh, a, a normal citizen that doesn't know, is not educated, uh, can, can do about that. That's why I, I believe that we need to be educated first and then rise against this uh, criminality by the government employees left over from the Obama administration. Well, Professor Martinez, let me, let me ask you this real quick. I'm going to just run this really quick by you. I'm a victim, my sister's a victim, you, your mother's a victim, as with many American citizens, victimized by this mafia. They gang stalk, make a a job stripper, asset stripper, take everything from us, even family and friends. Many of us can't even go to the church anymore. A lot of us have been gang stalked in the church, perps in the church. Lonely, nobody can help us. Many victims feel it's too overwhelming. I can't fight this. Maybe if I stay real quiet and not say anything, maybe they'll take mercy on me. Do you think, Professor Martinez, if we absolutely do nothing, will that save our lives? I believe strongly that if you do that, you are putting uh, your life in their hands uh, of in the hands of criminals, and they will um, do away with you uh, like if you didn't exist. They will terminate you uh, so fast, uh, you will not even realize it, um, because you are dealing with criminals, and criminals have no scruples. They do not steal, many of them, uh, as I have documented in my 16 years of research, many of them are psychopaths and sociopaths, and sociopaths and psychopaths do not feel anything. They are not like you and, and I. They don't feel love. Uh, they don't feel pity. They don't feel um, affection. They just see what they want uh, and take it. If they want to rape you, they will rape you. If they want to kill you, they will kill you. And if you do nothing, that is uh, uh, condoning their behavior. And that normalizes their behavior. When I mean normalize, when I say normalize, uh, normalizes the, their behavior, I mean if you do nothing and they're stealing from you or abusing you or raping you or, or doing something to you and you do nothing, 
their minds uh, automatically think, well, I can get away with it. Why not do it? The only uh, way that they can stop is if you do something about it. If you do nothing about it, they will not stop and they will do away with you. They will terminate you and kill you. Because if your identity has been uh, stolen and sold with your government benefits, do you really think that they're going to leave like the Department of Social Services Commissioner in your county is going to uh, leave uh, a, 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 a paycheck? Well, they don't give the, they don't give that money in 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 check in the form of check because they want it cash. Do you really think that she's going to say, okay, the two thousand dollars that I get uh, for this guy because I sold her? Uh, this, his identity and in uh, government benefits, his Section 8, his food stamps, his uh, medical insurance, his uh, utility assistance. So I pay uh, the taxpayers, I make the taxpayers pay for the utility of this illegal, for the, the Section 8 of this illegal, for the food stamps of this illegal, for the uh, medical care of this illegal person, using the Social Security and the identity of this uh, American citizen or legal resident. I'm going to uh, lose $2,000 because altogether that's about $4,000 or $5,000 a year. So if I transfer all those ben uh, all the, those benefits to this illegal and uh, he pays me, or he pays me $2,000 a month, I'm sorry, $2,000 a month because uh, the Section 8 and all the other government benefits uh, sum up like come up to be like $5,000 or $4,000 a month. So they, the commissioners tell them, you give me 2000 and we're even. I'll transfer all the, the, the whole package to you. Uh, so the illegals uh, win because they get, they get uh, free uh, housing, government, uh, utility assistance, free health care, which is very expensive in this country if you don't have insurance or, or if you don't have documents to get insurance. So the illegals are happy, uh, and the commissioners are happy. But the citizens need to need to go. They need to kill the citizens to uh, make sure that this is not going to be found out. Because if they are found out, the commissioners and those uh, aiding and abating them, many times the uh, police chief or uh, police captains or um, sheriffs are aiding and abating uh, these these criminals because the social department of social services commissioners because they get all their their husband uh, their husbands or wives or their all their family members to get um, uh, welfare benefits that they, they do, do not qualify for and because of that uh, they look the other way and aid and abate the criminality against the citizens and the assassination of American citizens uh, to continue to sell their identities and government benefits because the commissioners and um, the people involved in the racketeering do not um, want to be found out because they know just for selling one one government benefit, like say Medicaid, if they catch you doing that, um, and this is why uh, Diana Dean doesn't want my mother to make it to federal court to show that she did this, they can give you 30 years in jail. 25 to 30 years in jail. And if they sell the whole package, they are selling the um, Medicaid, the food stamps, the food stamps, the uh, utility assistance, paid gas, gas and electricity, uh, and the Section 8, 
So they are getting a lot of uh, money. They're getting a lot of taxpayers' money uh, into the hands of the illegals. The illegals are happy. They are happy. But the citizens need to die. They they need to assassinate you sooner or later because you can um, uncover that, uh, especially if you go apply for the benefits because you need it. Then uh, investigations can be uh, started. Um, you can get... Um, like in the case of my mother and myself, we had we appeared on the front page of, of uh, uh, newspapers uh, two or three times. I have contacted news reporters, investigative news reporters, and I have uh, showed them showed uh, them the evidence of the racketeering and the theft of government benefits and the citizens' identities and social security numbers. Um, so um, these people have been removed. I had uh, I, uh, Department of Social Services Commissioner by the name of Mahon, who was removed from Westchester County before they uh, sent um, Kevin McGuire because I had the evidence that he was uh, involved in racketeering and the trafficking of citizens' identities and government benefits. So he was removed. He lost his job. I don't know if he, if he went to jail for it, but he lost his job. So these people don't don't want to be uh, found out, and this is why they need to assassinate you uh, to to make sure that they're not found out. Because if they are, they can do uh, a lot of uh, years in jail, and nobody wants to do that. What is Professor Martinez? Um, well, I know you have your outline tonight, and I guess you'll cover it. I was just going to wonder what is the best, uh, in your opinion, the best way to get your evidence, to, put, to get the evidence against them? Should I, we apply for food stamps? Should we, you know, get the rejection letters? And you could say that's proof enough because they're denying you, which means you, know, you are eligible. Yes, you need to apply. Uh, even if, if you know that they're going to um, reject you, you need to apply. And I'll tell you why. If you don't apply, they can sell your your identity and your government benefits with no problem. Once you apply, they need to um, process the application or take out your application. So once once you apply to not give you the benefits, they just take your application out and put that's one way that they do it and put the other person's application in with your personal identifiable information and social security number, and then give the benefits to that person that they sold your identity and government benefits to. So if you apply and you get, uh, and, and you have to ask for it, uh, otherwise they will not give it to you, you have to ask for a copy of your application and save that copy and digitalize it, put it uh, in the Internet everywhere uh, so you can... Um, have something because they they always go to your house uh, and uh, steal the, your documents. But if they are digitalized, then you say, well, they stole my documents, so I have I have the the, the documents uh, all over the internet. And once you put it all over the internet, it is virtually impossible to get rid of of that because they will have to go side by side by side by side, you know, 300, 400 sites manually to remove it. So it's impossible. So you need to um, get your evidence, apply for it, um, get a copy of your application. You have to ask for it because even though the law 
order them to give you a copy of whatever document you sign, they don't do that because they're criminal. They're criminals. So you ask for your application. May I please have a copy of my application for my records? Then they're going to give you a copy that is not legible. They're going to purposely make it so clear that you cannot read it. So when mm -hmm. that happens, you tell, you look at it and you tell them, oh, I cannot read this. May I have, a, may I please have another copy and make it dark enough so I can read it? And that way they know that, that you know that they are uh, going into the copier, photocopier, and making it as light as possible. The photocopier has, like, different uh, things, uh, normal, light, lighter, and, more, and, 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 and dark, and darker. So they put it in the lightest, uh, lightest. So when they give it to you, you cannot read it if you ask for a copy. So you you have to make sure that when they give it to you, you open it and you can read it because they will play that game. It is a scheme because they don't want you to have a copy of your application because that uh, you can present in court or you can show to any news reporters and say, the news I applied for this government benefit. Uh, or any news reporter uh, or any senator or congress people or um, any person, decent person that uh, is a, a patriot and uh, is not a thief, a common thief, because remember, they have their own senators and congress people, which are the ones that my mother and I are dealing with right now that belong to the racketeering, are part of the racketeering. However, we, the citizens, have our congress people and our um, our uh, senators also, uh, and our governors also, remember, uh, we have the governor of Texas who is a pro-United um, States citizens uh, person and against the illegal aliens mafia. We have the, the uh, uh, Senator Isa, or Isa, uh, who is against the illegal aliens mafia and pro-citizens. Um, we have our president who is against the illegal aliens mafia and pro-citizens. And we have many government, many government officials, but the, you need to contact them. They will not contact you. If you contact them and you report the situation, they will do whatever they need to do because they don't like these uh, criminals uh, who are working as government employees who are subjugating the citizens. They want a free country, and they care about uh, their, their own country. They're not traitors like... Um, Kevin McGuire and uh, other um, American citizens who were born here, and I uh, uh, that uh, haven't been born here have more loyalty and patriotism in in my pinky nail uh, than they have in their whole bodies. Because really they are, yeah. yes, they are uh, traitors and they don't care about their own mother even. So no, you need. Uh, pilot, and, and you need to keep a copy. Okay. Okay. And also, when you when you um, file something and they deny it to you, remember the uh, um, boss uh, or the supervisor of the um, Department of Social Services commissioner commissioner is the county executive, and I need you to write that down on your notebook or your piece of paper. The Department of Social Services Commissioner has a boss or a supervisor. He or she is the county executive. Above the county executive is the uh, senators 
uh, is the senator and congressperson of your district. So you need to get into the Internet and find the senator and congressperson of your district. So you need to enter uh, a county such and such, let's say Monroe, Monroe County senators and uh, congresspeople is going to show you the senators and the con congresspeople. You're going to find who your senator is, and it's going to say, this senator uh, uh, has jurisdiction over this town or this city uh, in your district. So you're going to contact that person, that con uh, congressperson or, or senator, and uh, that person, that congressperson or senator uh, and the uh, county executives are most probably in into the, uh, in in the racketeering with the commissioners because for these commissioners to be uh, selling the citizens' identities and government benefits uh, and then turning around and sending assassins to kill them uh, or having them killed, uh, uh, assassinated at the hospitals when they go for treatment um, or having drug dealers uh, go and assassinate them and get away with it and do it do it for 30 years like um, Kevin McGuire. He has been doing it according to my 16 years research for uh, the last 30 years or so. And Diana Dane has been doing it since she uh, got uh, on board uh, in this mafia. For these people to commit those crimes against humanity, because those are uh, crimes against humanity and against our citizens and legal residents, they need to be covered up um, by uh, the higher-ups. And uh, so you are going to contact, um, you're going to tell, first of all, you're going to contact the commissioner directly, not the, the social worker and not the, the case worker. Contact the commissioner directly in, in, in writing. If you, you don't need to be, uh, you don't need to type the letter. Uh, if you don't know, if you don't know how to type, uh, just write the letter, a uh, handwriting, handwrite it, and send the certified mail to the commissioner. And you will also, um, if you can, you find a fax, uh, a, a friend with a fax or, or buy a fax. Many times you can buy a fax for uh, $20 uh, on sale because they have 50% off or 60% off. So you can buy it cheap. So uh, buy a fax, connect it, and fax, it, fax the letter that you send certified mail to the commissioner to her boss, the county executive, and then fax the same letter to the uh, congressperson, to your congressperson and your senator that controls your district. Um, and when you address them, when you tell them, you're going to say, uh, please, uh, uh, dear senator, you're going to write, uh, oh, of course, you're going to write your excuse me, your name at the top of the letter, your address, and contact phone numbers because then they're going to say, oh, I couldn't contact you because you didn't leave a phone number. So you, at the top of your letter, you write your name, your address, and your phone numbers, and fax number if you have one. And then say, dear um, senator or dear congressperson or dear county representative, um, I qualified for my benefits. I applied, I was denied, and my benefits disappeared. Uh, please assist me because I know I qualify. They're not going to assist you because they're getting a piece of the pie many times, and if they're not getting a, a piece of the pie, they're going to assist you. Nevertheless, you have to 
save copies of these documents that you sent. Um, okay. And uh, because that proved that they knew. So once they know and they, are, they don't do anything, they are liable for that. Remember Comey that knew that uh, what um, Obama and Hillary Clinton were doing? He's going to jail because he knew and he covered that up. Uh, of course, he's going to say, well, I, I was doing what my boss was telling me to do, Mr. Obama, back then. But that's not an excuse. If you commit a crime, it doesn't matter if your boss tells you to commit it. You, you're going to jail. So um, when you notify these people, the county executives, the chief of police, um, the uh, senator, your local senator and your local Congress people, you make them liable because when if, when if you go to court or if, uh, when if you are interviewed by an, an investigative news reporter or uh, if you contact uh, one of their en the illegal aliens mafia enemies, then they're going to ask you, who do you speak with? And then um, you're going to say, well, I spoke with this, this person and this person. They're going to contact them, and they're going to say, no, that's a lie. That never happened. I, I didn't know about the crimes being committed against the citizen or the theft of their benefits. When they say that, you take out the letter that you send them and say, look, the facts went through. It says positive. It went through. He got the letter. He got my facts. He knew that uh, about the racketeering and about the crimes being committed against me and most probably many other um, citizens because uh, they're not going to do it only to one person because there are 50 million, America, um, 50 million illegals uh, in the country, so they need 50 million uh, identities to sell to them. So uh, that's your proof. And you know what? do you know what's going to happen? The, the illegal aliens mafia enemies are going to go after that um, uh, county executive, after that uh, senator, and after that um, a congressperson that you notified that knew about the racketeering and did not do anything. And I have something to inform you. Many people want those jobs, and they have their enemies. And once their enemies find out that they are in hot waters, they're going to want uh, their jobs, so they're going to help uh, to remove these people from there, and they're going to lose their jobs at least if they don't go to, to, to jail for 25 years or so. That's no, that's true. Yes, that is true. But somebody always wants to replace your butt now. That's true. Yes, that's why you need to document and And to get on the phone and then do it verbally is not enough. You need to do it no. in writing. Paper trail, everyone. Let me uh, stress that. You need a, more than just phone calls. Are you all listening? You need a paper trail. Write a letter, email, this paper trail. You see, uh, for the, ex uh, the example, the sample case that we have right now is my mother's, and, and I use mine as, as a sample case because I believe that people understand more when you give them uh, analogies and when you uh, present a sample case. In the case of my mother, my mother sued Diana Dean, the commissioner of DSS. She also sued Kevin McGuire and Corinda Crosdale from Westchester County and uh, Monroe County in the state of New York. All of them are in the state of New York. Um, she didn't sue the, the commissioner of, of DSS in, in, in um, New Jersey because 
Uh, she was there uh, for very little time after she became disabled and she couldn't work anymore. She she worked most of the time that she lived in New Jersey. So uh, since uh, she sued Kevin McGuire, Corinda Crosser, and um, Diana Dane, Diana Dane is sending her supervisees to harass her in violation of U.S. law because she's tampering with the witness of a federal lawsuit in this in this case myself and tampering with the uh, plaintiff of a lawsuit, which is which are serious crimes. So what they're doing is they're sending letters and changing the dates because they know that what they're doing is illegal. They they wrote a letter. Diana Dane had one of her um, supervisees uh, write a letter to my mother saying that um, she belongs to the Adult Protective Service. Supposedly, she has been uh, benefiting from Adult Protective Service, and they have been uh, getting money uh, from the taxpayers and the the um, uh, the government, the USA government, and that and they have they have been investing these millions of dollars for remember for ten years or so, uh, millions if not billions of dollars on my mother. So they need to falsely document that my mother belongs to the to uh, Adult Protective Service. So what they're doing is they send a letter uh, saying that uh, on dated the 18th of October 2017, saying that they were going to come to visit my mother um, on the 25th of October 2017 at 11 o'clock. Since my mother um, filed. Uh, my mother first called them verbally, and uh, we told them over the phone, and I recorded the conversation, of course, because then they're going to say that never happened. She never told us. We didn't know about the lawsuit, and we didn't know about anything else. We thought that she was an adult protective service uh, employee, I mean, uh, client. That's why uh, we went to her house. We didn't go to harass her, to harass her, which is the real reason why they're, they're coming here. And to perpetuate the lie, to continue to uh, defraud the USA government and the taxpayers. So they sent her a letter uh, dated the 18th of October 2017 saying that they were going to come the 25th of um, uh, October at 11 a.m. On the 25th of October, um, my mother told me, let's go to court and let's file a, fe uh, a federal lawsuit against these criminals. So we went to court. When they came on the 11, at 11 o'clock on the 25th of October, they didn't find us here, so they were not going to wait because they just needed to do their, their false paperwork saying, you know, false document. We visited Luisa Oyarsun on the 25th of October. Of October. Since um, they knew that we were in federal court, because as soon as you go to federal court or any court to report these criminals, they, they're going to get uh, a call saying, such and such is here reporting you and filing a lawsuit against you for theft of benefits or whatever, because uh, it is organized crime. They have people uh, all over the place working, defrauding the USA government, saying that they are working when, they're in, when in reality they're not working. They're committing crimes against the citizen uh, by using their position as government employees. So they received a, a call from, my, uh, from the court saying that my mother was there filing a lawsuit, a federal lawsuit against Diana Dane. Uh, a second federal lawsuit because this one is uh, only for the check, to get the check, her Social Security check and pension back from her because she and her uh, racketeering associates uh, stole the check, claiming that my mother is 
um, unstable, mentally ill, or um, uh, incompetent. Uh, and I have the custody uh, of my mother because she's incompetent. When my mother is a voting citizen who opens and closes bank accounts, who notarizes documents, who um, uh, uh, orders uh, uh, debit cards from the banks, uh, and who orders credit cards from the banks, and you name it. So uh, they are trying to falsely document that the citizens, this is the scam, that the citizens are very dependent, that they are taking care of the citizens, or that somebody who is taking care of the citizen is a criminal. That's why they need to do a criminal record. In, in the case, in, this, in my mother's case, that they're uh, building a criminal record uh, with me saying that I have a husband, that I, I am a criminal, that I violated a court order, that um, I have a criminal record because of, I, I, I violated a court order when it's, everything is fabricated. But they need to falsely document that in order to do what they do, to say, oh, we haven't been defrauding the USA government with this person's social security numbers and identities. We have been taking care of this person, so they need to document that. So they knew they received a call from the federal court when my mother and I were there, and they told them, she, uh, Luisa Oyasun is here, she's suing uh, your boss, or she's, su she's suing you, um, Diana Dane. So what they did was on the 18th uh, of, of, um, of October, the same day that they they wrote the letter saying that they were going to come the 25th of October at 11 a.m. On the 18th of October, they, they, they wrote another letter because we, they, they came on the 25th of October at 11 a.m. We were in court. My mother was suing Diana Dane. So on the 25th, they wrote another letter saying that they were going to come on November 2nd at 2 p.m. to falsely document that they have been visiting my mother when in reality they haven't been visiting my mother because my mother was never uh, an adult protective service client. So they falsely document that they uh, are visiting my mother, were visiting my mother on the 25th of October and are visiting my mother on the 2nd of, of November uh, 2017 at 2 p.m. But they made a mistake because on the letter that they sent, um, they said that they were going to visit my mother on the 2nd of November, but they dated the letter the 18th of October, the same day that they dated they, they the letter, um, saying that they were going to come on the 25th of uh, October, 2017. So we, we uh, checked the uh, stamp, the USA Post Office stamp, and we saw that the letter was mailed on the um, 27th of October. So they wrote a letter on the 18th of October, and they send it on the 27th of October. They send it on the 27th of October because they called them from the court and say that my mother told them that my mother was filing a lawsuit to get her Social Security check because they were in violation of the Fifth Amendment right and the due process clause, Title 42. Um, so they said we better date the letter uh, before the 25th, because if we date the, date the letter um, after the 25th, we will be tampering with the plaintiff of a federal lawsuit, which is a crime, and then we are responsible. We can be charged 
uh, with this crime and go to jail. So they did not date the letter the 25th of October uh, when my mother uh, was in, in the federal court and they received the call from federal court, uh, the illegal alias mafia members that work in federal court for them. So they dated the letter the 18th. That way they can say, oh, we didn't know we were tampering with the uh, plaintiff of a federal lawsuit or the witness of a federal lawsuit because we wrote the letter on the 18th and she went to court on the 25th. They can also um, claim, oh, we didn't know that or whatever, but they made a mistake. They mailed the letter on the 27th, which proves that they mailed that letter after my mother sued uh, their boss uh, uh, on the 25th. The letter was mailed the 27th. So they just um, falsified the date and wrote, we're going to, uh, they, they wrote the 18th of October to make believe that they didn't know that, that they were being sued, uh, that their boss was be, being sued. So when you receive letters from these criminals, you have to check not only the date of the letter, but you have to check the, the stamps of the USA Post Office because that way you can prove that they are trying to falsify documents and to falsely document something that is not. They are trying to say, we didn't know uh, about the lawsuit, like they told me over the phone and I recorded the conversation, Oh, um, my boss never received uh, your mother's lawsuit. Oh, you, she didn't. I have a, a, a we have a, a signed document that says that she did. And oh then, uh, when uh, you do that, uh, you have to make a copy of the letter and make a copy of the stamp of the U.S. Post Office stamp to show that they uh, wrote the letter one day and they did they did not. Once they knew that they were committing a crime by by tampering with the the uh, plaintiff of a federal lawsuit and the witness of a federal suit, uh, a federal lawsuit, but they were trying to cover it up. That's another charge. When you commit a crime and you try to cover it up, that's a different charge. That those are two charge two charges. I don't know if you follow me. Um, so that, those are two charges. Supposed to be two charges, and uh, isn't it fraud enough? How are they saying that they uh, that they're going to see you lying? They're trying to cover their tracks. I'm going to see your mother on the 25th, but that can't be so. The letter was mailed out the 27th. Yes, they're saying that they wrote the letter on the on the 18th. Um, when they wrote the letter on the 18th, um, uh, they they said that they were going to come the 25th of October. They came, but we were not here. We were in court. My mother was uh, filing the federal lawsuit against their boss, uh, mm-hmm. a stolen social security check, which they uh, stole in violation of uh, Title 42, uh, the due process, and the Fifth Amendment right. So they did not want to document that after my mother, uh, or on about the 25th of October, after my mother told them, and I told them not to come to tamper with the witness and the plaintiff of a federal lawsuit, uh, they don't want to document that they continued to tamper with the witness of a federal lawsuit and the, the plaintiff of a federal lawsuit. So what they do, they write a letter after they received a call from federal lawsuit saying that my mother was suing their boss on the 25th, but they date the letter on the 18th to say, oh, we didn't know this letter was dated before the federal lawsuit. 
So we are not tampering with the witness of a federal lawsuit or, a, or the plenty of, of a federal lawsuit, which are uh, two serious charges. But uh, they forgot that there is another federal lawsuit that they received, that their boss received, and that proved enough for them to be arrested when they show up in, in, uh, at mom's door. But they're not going to be arrested because the police chief, the local police department, is uh, part of the racketeering and is working with them in order for, for, for them to get uh, government benefit for them and, your fa and their family and their family members and the mistress of the uh, police chief, if he has one, to get uh, a welfare benefits courtesy of the taxpayers when they don't qualify for these welfare benefits. You know what I mean? So they are, the illegal aliens mafia exchange favors. They say to the police chief or to the police captain, the local police captain, we're going to give you, uh, your family and your mistress and whoever you have, uh, your friends, welfare benefits, even if they don't qualify. You just look away when we are doing something and help us uh, uh, violate U.S. law when we steal from the citizens. And when we harass them and try to provoke them a heart attack or, a, or a, uh, an epileptic seizure and death. So when they show up at, at this door, um, the law says if my mother or I call the police, the police chief has to call, send somebody to arrest this, the, the, the supervisee of the person who is being sued. Because when you're being sued, you cannot uh, send anybody, a third person or yourself, uh, to harass the person that, you, that is suing you. That's illegal. It's called tampering with, the, with a witness or tampering with the, the plaintiff of a, federal, of, of, of a lawsuit, even if it's not federal. But the, the point is, when you call the police and you show them the lawsuit, the police is supposed to arrest the person that is, uh, that is being sent by the Department of Social Services if you're in the, excuse me, the commissioner of the Department of Social Services. But the police, the local police is not going to do that because they, they are in it, in, they are part of the racketeering. So they're going to, they're all involved and but, but so that's why you need to document that you, I called the police. That's what I was saying, yeah. The police chief did not arrest the person, the criminal that was violating the law. So that way you document that the police who did not arrest uh, the person that was violating the law uh, did not do so because he's part of the uh, racketeering. I don't know if you follow. You know. Well, then, like you said before, because in the mafia, it's a hierarchy and pyramid, and pretty much nine times out of ten, when it comes to us, victims, targeted individuals, seeking justice, assistance, help, nine times out of ten, they are, in fact, mafia members. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And they will lie. That's why you need to, to document things in writing, because a call, a phone call uh, does not cut it. You okay. need to document things in writing because they will say that never happened. That's not true. I was not advised that my boss was being sued by this person, and I was not advised that my my uh, mother. I mean, I was not advised that uh, I was violating U.S. law by showing up at this person's home to harass her. So that's why you need to do it in writing. That's why you need to. Show now with your document, if that brings me up, because uh, Professor Martinez, today is the 29th now of October, 
while you're still fighting to get your mother's money back that's rightfully hers and never should have been taken in the first place. Um, don't they still, this, isn't this um, corrupt judge, he still wants to see you this week, is that correct? Yes, they, George Gallagher, uh, Gallagher, Gallagher. John Gallagher is the one who is railroading me, who uh, was given the task of uh, um, creating a false criminal record only uh, by the illegal aliens mafia, uh, so they can claim that I'm a criminal, that I, yeah, I have the custody of my mother, which is a lie, because my mother is a voting citizen. Nobody has her custody. She does her own thing. Uh, so they're claiming that uh, I have her custody, and they're going to transfer her, her custody from me to them. So they are claiming that, that I have either, I am the one that received her check, that stole mm-hmm. millions of dollars during these 10 or 11 years that uh, she was supposed to receive $4,000 or so, at least $4,000, uh, and she has been receiving merely uh, $1,000 or less than one. So they want to falsely document that I have stolen all those um, uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars all these uh, years, the 10 years, uh, and that's why they want me to sign a paper saying that I am the representative pay and I am the one who received the, the money, my mother's money, and I am the one who uh, used the money. And mm-hmm. they are blackmailing us uh, because uh, organized crime use a lot of blackmailing. They are saying if we don't do, if you don't do what we tell you to do and sign what we tell you to sign, we're going to keep your mother's check. She's going to a nursing home, and that's it. But they have a problem because now my mother went to federal court and uh, with notarized documents uh, and sued their boss. That means that she's not incompetent like they have listed. That means that she's not mentally ill because that, uh, they have listed. And that means that she can do her own thing. So she doesn't qualify for adult protective services. So... In, in the letters, now they stop saying adult protective services uh, because any judge is going to say, what is there to protect? This person is, is suing your ass, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> suing, your, your, uh, suing you, and you are, um, uh, this person is suing you, uh, and you, you are saying that she needs to be protected. Obviously, she doesn't need to be protected because she's suing you. Well, um, right at this minute, right now, uh, Professor Martinez, please uh, make a little uh, dot and notation because I know you uh, you always have an outline <laughs> organized, and we're going to pick it up where you left off. But uh, we have had, especially when you were breaking it down, make sure we understand. I'm slowly understanding, and I'm being honest with you now. I want to make sure the callers do. So there's only a reason, you guys. So I'm going to make some quick minute or two announcements right now, guys, and what I need you to think about what Professor Martinez has covered within, oh, a little bit past an hour now. This is solid information, and I want to make sure all of you are picking up what Professor Martinez is putting down. I really want to make sure. In the meantime, just listen to some of my announcements, and we will continue, okay? We will continue. At an amusement park, how happy we are. We go slow and around and around. 
Looking down, everyone looks so small. Feeling the world. We squint our eyes. We can't see the world. There's one of the rides my mother would get on. Isn't this program like a fairy tale? It goes slowly. But some sit. That trafficking government thing. Another seat. That's trafficking. Another seat. They can go around and round. You know, they want to make us think that we're not connected to the program, but we really are. It all comes down, all roads to money. All the fastest way to make money is trafficking. Trafficking is just a four letter word for slavery, which our country abolished over 134 years ago. Issues and programs that we have played us, we are fighting for our lives. Join the resistance now. Passive will only get us killed. Putting our hopes into a hero. A hero that's nothing but a challenge. God is the effort. We cannot put our hopes anymore in this world living, breathing man. Man will tell me to train you and sell you out. Let's get into the fashion of being tasted. Join me Wednesday evening, November 1st, 8 p.m. here on function. Anyone, do you have any questions at this point that we're covering with Professor Martinez? You're comprehending how um, how this mafia covers each other. That's a good way to put it. You may be in court, you see, fighting a corrupt judge based on corrupt, trumped-up charges. But it's almost like when you're doing that, they still have someone wheeling and dealing to get you illegally evicted, wheeling and dealing to take your elderly mother's source of of her money that she worked for. They got your they got their hands in your money that you have earned the hard way. Because I know I've earned mine the hard way. Do you see how they consistently parts of it they come in and take your life down just when you're trying to fight one aspect. They are fighting you. Well, we all, none of us have eyes around our heads, but that's how this mafia takes us down. I'm busy with my sister and her illness. They're taking me down in workers' comp. Sometimes it doesn't feel humanly possible. This is how they work it, to take us down and take us out. Illegal evictions are also very scary. Professor Martinez, at this point right now, before we continue with your outline, how how are you and your mom, you know, emotionally dealing with this right now? Because we know you just moved in a new place. Oh, yes. Uh, we are uh, very um, emotionally abused, uh, mm. and, um, psychologically abused also uh, by Diana Dane. Uh, 
by Commissioner uh, of SSA, uh, interim commissioner, because she's an acting commissioner. She's not a, a real commissioner. She's an acting commissioner. That means that she's is not permanent. The acting commissioner of SSA, uh, Diana Dane, um, and uh, the New York State commissioner of SSA, uh, Nancy, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Beatrice Disman. So uh, my mother has three defendants in her federal lawsuit. Beatrice Disman, which is SSA commissioner of um, the state of New York, Nancy Barry Hill, which is SSA Commissioner of the whole country, and Diana Dean, which is the, the uh, DSS Commissioner, Department of Social Services Commissioner of Livingston County. She's suing uh, the three of them in the Social Security Administration because of violation of Title 42, uh, which uh, is due process. They just took uh, all her checks without taking her to court and proving that she was incompetent or that she was unstable and she couldn't count like they claim she can't. Uh, and my mother has a my mother has a, a, a one year of college um, career. She didn't finish, but she has one year of college. So how can they say that she doesn't know how to count her own money? That's so, ridiculous. You know how to count your money by age seven or eight. You just add a zero by that time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, any judge is going to see that they are involved in racketeering and stealing uh, her, uh, the, the, the federal benefits of the citizens. So uh, my mother received a notification uh, uh, from the district, district judge, from the federal court, saying that my mother uh, can either choose mediation uh, or proceed with the district court uh, with the federal judge. She's going to, of course, uh, proceed with the district uh, um, court, with the district court judge, because if she goes to mediation, they're going to buy the mediator, and they're going to, the mediator is going to say, uh, you're incompetent, um, even if you are not, if you, even, even if you are a voting citizen, or uh, you have open and closed bank account, or uh, um, order your um, debit card or bank card or credit card, uh, you're incompetent because we say so. so ah, and everyone yeah, right now wants you to really hear what Professor Martinez is saying. Whenever you're in court and you're given an option, listen carefully, would you like this to go to mediation or would you like this to continue with the court? You're going to always choose court because, as she said, the mediator with this mafia can pay off the mediator into the mafia's favor, which means it won't be yours. And if you choose a mediator, once that, once that decision is made, you guys, it's over and done for. But if you choose court, you can always appeal. And they don't tell you that. Is that correct, Professor Martinez? No, they tell you that the case is automatically sent to mediation whether you want it or not, and that's a lie. Because remember, the court system is taken uh, is taken over by the illegal aliens mafia. So people who are in court supposedly to um, make justice prevail and to help the citizens, they're not there to do that. They're there to make money for the illegal aliens mafia. And how do they mo make money? By subjugating and stealing from the citizens and lying to the citizens. When my mother went to a father law, so she was told that the case is automatically referred to mediation. 
and that she had to go to mediation. And I told her, I told the lady, you know, I'm Professor Martinez. I'm her daughter, and I am a certified mediator by the state of New York. And she doesn't have to go to mediation if she doesn't want to. Uh, and when you go to, med- you go to mediation, uh, you you have to sign a paper saying that uh, I want to go to mediation and I do not want to see a judge. Then and only then, then you go to mediation. You cannot just be referred to mediation and, and be told go to mediation. That's a lie and that's illegal. Um, that's a violation of your due process and a violation of your civil rights and civil liberties. So after I told her that, and she said, no, um, she's going to decide whether she wants it or not, but the mediation is going to be faster, uh, and uh, that is going to speed up the process. And I said, to, uh, I said to her, well, let me ask my mother. And I asked my mother, do you want to go to the mediation? She said, nope, because my mother knows what they do. They did that to one of our um, activists. Um, uh, her name is Tania Makash. She had a, a multi-million dollars company with her husband. Her husband was unfaithful to her. Um, she divorced him, and uh, she had alimony. She had uh, the house and the children, three children, and she was doing pretty good. She, she uh, uh, besides uh, being given alimony, she was being given child support because the husband uh, had a multi-million dollars uh, company. When the lawyer was bought off, uh, they bought uh, her lawyer, they bought off uh, her lawyer, the lawyer uh, 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 ill-advised her um, and told her to go to mediation because they already had uh, bought him. And when she went to mediation, they took away the alimony, the child support, the children, the house, and now she has to pay $60 per hour to see her child, because they made a, a uh, they uh, demanded that she saw her child, her 11-year-old child, uh, supervised uh, by somebody. So she has to pay for that. If she had not gone uh, to mediation, uh, then um, she would have been able to appeal that. But she could still appeal it because she told me that she did not sign the the, the papers to go to mediation. So they would have to say that, well, you know, we have you recorded saying that you you wanted to go to mediation, uh, but then she can still say, well, that's not enough because to go to mediation, you need proof of jurisdiction. And the proof of jurisdiction is your signature signing a contract saying that you're going to obey what the mediation says. And since you did not sign that contract, then you are not legally bound. Of course, they're going to, uh, they're going to um, allege, they're going to uh, claim that uh, she did it in a, in a verbal uh, way. She, uh, it was a verbal contract, but that, that's not enough. The mediation rules and regulations say that you have to sign a document for jurisdiction giving the mediator or the referee jurisdiction to uh, decide on your case, over your case. If you do not sign that contract, you are not legally bound. So that can be argued. But in the meantime, she is in a very bad position because her lawyer sold out and told her to go to mediation, and and they couldn't appeal it. See, now that's that vital vital point I want to pick up. When and then, wait a minute, Professor Martinez, a good question: Is the weight 
uh, a long time to wait for a judge as opposed to mediation? Never go to mediation, and I'll tell you why. 90% of the time that I have seen and documented, the mediator is working with the people in the court, and the people in the court are working with the person that is uh, railroading you or wanting you to to uh, wanting to take advantage of you. So if, if they offer mediation, look the other way, go the other way. That's a trap. Okay. And is the, is the wait time, uh, Professor Martinez, that much longer? Say you can see a mediator in the next five or ten days. Is there How long, how much longer do you really have to wait for a judge? A day or so more? Well, uh, when my mother filed uh, the, the federal lawsuit, uh, they said, and, and I, we knew that because I already had read the law, it's 15 days to notify these uh, criminals uh, uh, that they are being sued, uh, and then, excuse me, and then uh, 20 more days to uh, allow them to answer the lawsuit, the federal lawsuit, uh, which cites the violation of the uh, Article 42, as well as the violation of the ADA, American Disability Act. Uh, and the violation of the Fifth Amendment rights. So uh, since they don't have any answer, any uh, logical uh, answer, but a bunch of lies and accusations that are, are unfounded because they are claiming that I uh, stole, I managed uh, my mother's money and I stole from her, and they don't have any proof because that's not true, then they're going to have to uh, go before the judge, and the judge is going to have no other choice but to tell them to give back the money that they stole. Plus, the law says that uh, pensions and social security disability checks are unalienable rights, which means they cannot be transferred sold. And they transferred, they said it on, on, my, on one of the letters that they sent. They transferred my mother's letter, my mother's social security uh, slash pension, uh, social security and pension uh, from her bank account to um, the bank account of the uh, Batavia uh, Social Security Administration Office, Batavia, New York, and they're going to transfer it to uh, they're going to transfer the, the referee. The, they're going to transfer the payee, which is me, to Diana Dane, which is uh, a defendant in my mother's federal lawsuit for uh, racketeering, uh, financial abuse, identity theft, and fraud. So that's a direct conflict of interest, which is illegal. So any way you look at it, they are engaging in illegalities and violation of U.S. law. So they're going to have to give the check back. But my mother is going to have to wait 15 days from the date that she filed the lawsuit, which is the 25th, uh, and then for, for them to be notified, and then 20 more days for them to answer the lawsuit. And that's what you have to do. You better wait because if you look, if you go into mediation, you are wa walking into your own death. Because it's very, if you walk into mediation, there's a very good likelihood you're not going to get your money or much less any or justice. It's, you know, I, I, you said, I would no. say 95 to 97% of the time you will not get the uh, your what what belongs to you legally, what the Constitution uh, is in, entitles you to have, uh, 
and uh, you will be very in very bad shape uh, because the mediator, 99% uh, of the time, is going to be working with them to defraud uh, the USA government and you. So I would not go for mediation. Um, when we are filing our lawsuits, uh, example, uh, I'm going to read your sample case tonight. I'm going to read it very well. And I want to figure out whom I should name this on. Uh, I don't like this nephrologist. I need to move away from him. But because of that, uh, so I don't like the treatment of my sister at hospital. And that's with, a, with an S, a plural. Should uh, the lawsuit be going to the hospitals under federal, which would be off centers of Medi-Cal, Medicaid? Yes. When, when you are suing, you are suing the person who is doing you, who is conspiring against you to cause you harm, uh, and you have to sue the hospital's CEO, sue the hospital and the CEO. And um, so you're going to address uh, um, the envelope, you know, uh, the, uh, your attention to uh, the hospital, the name of the hospital, CEO or administrator. And mm -hmm. you're going to certify the, the uh, lawsuit, the notice of claim, uh, you're going to certify it to uh, and, and send it to the hospital. And well, you have, I, uh, you have okay. the hospital mention the doctors that are doing what they're doing. Okay. And I know you and I talked often, but I know you're, you're busy, and I do understand it right now. I know you are with your mother's situation, trying to get her money. Um, will they, be, with this ordeal, Professor Martinez, can the court system, due to hardship, can they release that money until you guys go to court? To, I, to I, have to, I have to find that out, but we made it very clear to the court clerk uh, that my mother was being evicted because uh, the reason why they stole my mother's check, claiming that I was uh, committing fraud first and then changing the story and saying that I wasn't committing fraud, but I was uh, mismanaging her uh, or, or, or not uh, managing her paycheck well enough. Uh, so they are, they are changing stories because they're uh, coming to court, they're clo getting close to court, and in court, they're going to uh, have to show cause. So if they yes. say, I stole my mother's money, they have to have the evidence to show that I stole my mother's money. Mm -hmm. And uh, since they don't have the evidence because it's a lie, they are saying that I don't know how to count, uh, therefore, or, and I don't know how to um, deal with my mother's money, therefore, they're going to change the representative state. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I don't mean to interrupt. Wait a minute. Professor Martinez, I've got to make sure I understand something clear, and everybody else, I know you're listening. First, they accused Professor Martinez's mother that she don't know how to count. Now they're trying to accuse you, Professor Martinez, you don't know how to count either. So between you and your mother, you both can't count money. Is that what they're trying to say? Yes, and I teach uh, algebra and trigonometry <laughs> <laughs> in, in college and at the uh, high school level. But I remember, can assure, I, remember I can assure all mother, of you guys right now, we all could count money by the age of eight or nine, and we, as we got older, we realized all you have to do is add a zero onto it. Uh, it, you can be under the age of 10 and know how to count money. That, I mean, that's going to be the first thing we can really count for money. I can't believe this. First, they accuse your mother. She's incompetent, elderly, can't count money. Now they're trying to say you can't count money. 
Exactly, and my mother has one year of college, and I teach trigonometry and algebra in, in high school as well as in college. But remember that they say that we are, um, what is the word that they use? I had to look it up because I never heard that uh, about that word before. Uh, Spanish speak, and when I read about uh, it, it was That's a racial slur. Who said that to you? That's awful. Yes. Yes, Diana Deans and uh, her associates from the SSA and um, the uh, um, police department, the local police department in Livingston County. They Livingston call those, County. Uh, and her name is Diana, D-I-A-N-A. Is it Danes, D as in David, A-N-E-S? Yes, uh, and Diana Dean, and uh, her name is... Um, uh, D-I-A-N-A, Emma uh, St. Mary is her middle initial, and Dane is D as in David, E-A, N as in Nancy E, and her phone number if you want to um, call her up and ask her to please give back uh, my mother's check because uh, that's theft and she's in violation of uh, due process, Title 42, and also violation, in violation of the Fifth Amendment right and the discrimination laws of uh, 1964, the civil rights laws of 1964, as well as the discrimination laws of ADA. Uh, so you can call her at 585-243-7000, 585-243-7000, also at 585-335-1748, And her fax number, if you want to send something in writing, is uh, she has two of them, 585-243-7344, and uh, the other fax number is 585 585-243-7364, 585-243-7364. Six, four. And by the way, the number for the other persons uh, that call us uh, Spanish speak and say that my mother doesn't know how to count and neither do I, uh, is um, the uh, SSA um, commissioner for the state of New York is Beatrice Bisman, and her, no her name is uh, spelled B as in boy, E A. T R I C E. Her middle initial is Emma St. Mary again, and uh, the last name is this man D I S M A N. Again, this man D I M, I'm sorry, D I S M A N, and her phone number, her direct phone number is 212-264-3915, 212-264-3915, 
She's the State Commissioner of uh, SSA, uh, Social Security Administration Office. Uh, and the commissioner, her boss, uh, the commissioner of the Social Security Administration Office, the acting commissioner, not a permanent one, the acting commissioner, so she can be removed any time. So we don't know when, we don't know uh, who we will who we will be dealing with if they remove her. But the acting commissioner is um, Nancy A as in Apple is the middle initial, and Barry Hill is the last name B E R R Y H I L L. Again, Nancy N A N C Y, middle initial A as in Apple. Barry Hill, B E R R Y H I L L, and her phone numbers are two. Uh, the first one uh, is four one zero six nine five one two three four four one zero six nine five. One two three four extension one as in uh, number one extension number one comma and then option one. So you're going to call that number. Hit ex uh, they're going to ask you for the extension. Hit number one and then uh, hit option one. So it's four ten six nine five twelve thirty four extension one option one and the second phone number is. Four ten six nine five two nine eight two. Again, four ten six nine five two nine eight two. And the other phone number is the one eight hundred number that everybody calls. One eight hundred seven seven two twelve thirteen. One eight hundred seven seven two one two one three. Again, that's Beatrice, I'm sorry, that's Nancy Berryhill. And the federal court district judge uh, that they claim that they know that they're going to make, uh, that they're going to have to make my mother's case last forever. So my mother um, can uh, be uh, evicted for last payment for, of her rent. Uh, they claim that Spanish uh, that they know the judge, judge, uh, judge is going to make the case last forever. They're going to give the, her money um, anytime soon so she can be evicted and she can be on the street. The name of that judge is called is, um, is the, the federal court. Oh, I'm sorry. They're, court. Me they're messing with your uh, voice real quick, Professor Martinez. I want to make sure we get this clear because we're being recorded now. The federal judge that called you and your mother a Spanish sick. Openly to someone's um, face. That's like calling that, me the N word. Openly to my face. The 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 ones that call us Spanish pigs are uh, the um the people and the uh security um, administration um commissioners and their people. Called Spanish pig. I didn't that so I had up. So when I looked it up it said Story, uh, and then asked and this uh, what that meant, and told me that's a really ugly um, thing called somebody 
that is so how I found out that you have very bad uh, a very derogatory term. So um they they told us that uh, they always judge and they can keep the case going for uh, I'm sorry, one second, uh, Professor Martinez, I'm so sorry. They are really cutting your phone, and we're not, which means we're not, it's recorded, which means it's ineligible. I'm going to open it up and make sure. I believe no one else can uh, hear. Uh, guys, this is Lauren real quick. Uh, uh, just taking a break for a moment. Can you, are you hearing Professor Martinez? Because I'm not real legible. Is anyone else having problems with that? Okay. Can you guys hear me legible? This is horrible. The uh, mafia does not want us to record, as you can tell. Okay. Professor Martinez, maybe they cleared the reception real quick for you. This is awful. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. They were really messing with you. I couldn't hear you that well. Can Hello? you hear me now? Yes, I can. How about how about me? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay, good. Yes, yes you're much clearer. Let's try to go back on that. The federal court judge that called you and your mother Spanish thick. Not the federal court judge, but the Hello? Um, hello? Okay, then. We're on the conference call right now, and let's just check. This is awful. I had a feeling something like this happened. Um, I went ahead and patched Professor Martinez into my phone. Can you guys hear me? This is Lauren right now. They are really messing with the phones. Do you you hear me? Yes, I hear you clearly. Okay, go ahead, uh, Professor Martinez. Go ahead and continue. There, must I went ahead and merged you with mine. Yes. Um. What yes. Uh, the the ones that told us Spanish are uh, Diana Dane and her associate and her supervisees, and um, uh, Nancy Berrettiel and the assistant man and their associate also Spanish speak, and they said that. Um, my mother doesn't know how to count, uh, of course, uh, and I don't know how to uh, count either. So that's why they are transferring the, the money to Diana Dane, which is one of the defendants on, on my mother's federal lawsuit, which is a direct conflict of interest uh, in violation of the law. You cannot 
uh, named somebody who is uh, a, a defendant on a federal lawsuit against somebody when when that defendant is an actual name me uh, a, a representative payee for Lillian if a Lillian is doing me <laughs> on a federal at the federal level or at the local level. That's a conflict of interest and it's, yes, it it's legal. So this judge, we don't know, we have never seen him, but uh, they told us that um, the, Diana Dean and her uh, criminal associate, Nancy Berryhill and Beatrice Islan, know the judge and that they were going to have him uh, keep the case uh, going forever so my mother can be uh, evicted for lack of payment of the rent because they have the check. And that way they can put in a nursing home uh, and we're going to lose anyway because he's going to a nursing home. That's what they told us. And that the only way to get the check, uh, we were told, was to do whatever the employees of the Social Security Administration office told us to do. So they, if they said to prosecute ourselves, we have to prosecute ourselves because that's a uh, blackmailing uh, scam. Uh, if we don't uh, do what they tell us to do, then they don't give back the story check. This is horrible. This is horrible. And I know on this call right now, a lot of us are being uh, evicted. We're not comfortable with who we're living with, roommates that are kind of, you know, mafia members or perps, um, living from hand to mouth constantly. Um, with these phone calls, and on top of, wait a minute, on top of this, with this Diana Dane, Dean and all of her little cronies, you still have to deal with this other corrupt judge, Gallagher, as well. Hello? Oh, I lost you again. And, yes, Josh Gallagher, Gallagher is going to see me on the 1st of November, and I I reported the, uh, let me see, one, two, three, the fifth attorney, number five, attorney number five, the fifth attorney that uh, he assigned to me, I reported it. I reported him to the Monroe County uh, Bar Association because his law firm uh, is in Monroe County. So uh, when I reported him, uh, they sent me a letter uh, because I sent irrefutable evidence that uh, he was um, a, a part of the racketeering and the railroading against me. In the letter that I received from the Monroe County Bar Association told me that uh, they couldn't do anything because uh, as, uh, he wasn't my lawyer and I didn't have a client-lawyer relationship with him when he told me to uh, declare myself guilty or he was going to drop my case. Or when I called him, when he told me to call his office so he can, uh, he can speak to me regarding my case or give me my complicated uh, supposed criminal file, and I called uh, three, four times. He never answered. I also contacted him in writing via uh, uh, email. He never answered either. Uh, they don't find that they don't find anything wrong with that because they claim that he was not my attorney, and he was the appointed attorney um, for me, appointed by my railroading judge, John Gallagher. Well, I know enough of that judicial committee that I sent a complaint on your behalf against the, we can't say his name, this individual, we just call him that, creep that brought you to this fraudulent warrant 
Um, and they basically first sent a letter to acknowledge that they got my complaint sent online. And then about exactly six weeks later, you guys, I received a notice saying that they found no legitimate findings in my complaint, and my complaint has now been dismissed. Of course, no. they're not going to find um, any legitimate um, uh, finding in, in your complaint because they are part of the organized crime. Exactly. Like Remember the uh, the senator uh, or the uh, government official that was overseeing the investigation for Hillary Clinton? He knew everything about the uh, Russian um uh, uh, Clinton the Russian Clinton relationship uh, and the uranium deal, and he didn't do anything. And he is the one that was in charge of overseeing that um, organization and process that uh, uh, Clinton legally. He didn't do so, and now they're asking him to refuse himself, and he doesn't want to refuse himself. So what does that mean? <laughs> Okay, it means what it, but you guys, we hear what they're hearing. In the moment, though, I can tell Professor Martinez, they are really messing with the phone connection here. Because, again, I have her merged in with me on this phone. Does anyone right now have any questions? I know it's a lot to absorb. Let's even go back to the simplest form. It's called a mafia because mafia is the coin term for organized crime, the organization, the family. It means uh, individuals that come together for nefarious criminal means. The tentacles are vast as, and diverse as their members. Illegal alien is the term of individuals in our country that have entered illegally, and the purpose, they might as well call them, they're really like uh, Hitler's brown shirts, you know, boots on the ground to gang stalk, terrorize, steal, stalk in order to exterminate us, and they will walk into our identity. A little bit beyond identity theft, that's just, you know, steal it, use it, and hope not to get caught. Walk into your identity literally means, literally means walk into your social security number, your credentials. Walk into your life. You will be six foot, feet, six feet under, but your name will continue to be used. And the way this mafia works in these computers, showing our governmental benefits are not talking to each other, it's like shooting fish in a barrel. It's too easy to re resist. And I'm a bit disgusted that my country would even devise a computer system, you guys, in which uh, governmental benefits, basically federal and state, uh, Section 8 food stamps, I can't believe they would not have one mega database that would talk to each other. Who in their right mind would have, have it even set up this way? I do hope President Trump at least comes in with some, you know, computer savage and link all of this up because that will spit out their fraud immediately. We cannot have, our names cannot be used in New Mexico or Nevada or Florida or Michigan, all concurrently at the same time. And I'm eventually he's going to ask, will the real Lauren Zetta please stand up? Because you know, the name is utilized too much. 
And I can't believe that this hasn't even been questioned. It's almost like a system to steal, to traffic. Are there any questions at this time? Professor Martinez, um, how far are you on your outline or would you see how they're, because they're messing with your phones. They don't want you to speak. It's ugly. Yes, I'm uh, about um, one-fourth into my outline. I just wanted to remind everybody, Mm -hmm. my next core date for um, my railroading job is um, uh, November 1st. Uh, this is with George Gallagher. November 1st, 2017, at uh, 99 Exchange Boulevard, Rochester, New York. This is 14614, okay. and that's in room 403, room 403 at 9.30 a.m. Okay. So you are welcome to come. The news reporters, news directors, um, the um, government officials, investigators, uh, you name it, uh, you are welcome to come. The courts are uh, a public place. Uh, they cannot tell you not to come. And um, I am going to be there for the, uh, November 1st, 2017, 99 Exchange Boulevard, Hotel New York, uh, 14614, room 403 on the fourth floor at 9.30 a.m. Uh, and also, uh, the um, judge that uh, has my mother's case, my, mother's was, my mother was notified uh, about uh, wanting to, to go to mediation. Uh, she already told me she doesn't want to go to mediation. Uh, so the judge and me, uh, you can call him and ask him to please speed um, up process for my elderly and chronically ill mother, disabled mother, because uh, a, a, the criminals who saw her text want her to be evicted, and they're working with the landlord, uh, Sam Trevino, and uh, he's going to evict her, uh, taking advantage of the fact that they saw her check because she doesn't have money to pay the rent. So, so please um, do something, or at least uh, if they don't want to give her a check to see that my mother's uh, rent, she gets, she gets the $800 of rent that she needs to give this Sam uh, Trevino, her landlord, um, because he's going to, he's part of the racketeering and he's going to evict her, taking advantage of the situation. Uh, after the illegal against mafia order, uh, more directly after the uh, the order of Ayana Dean, which, uh, as you know, gives uh, welfare benefits and government benefits to people that uh, don't qualify in exchange of favors uh, for the mafia. So the federal court district judge is Frank C. as in Peter, like Frank, like uh, uh, S as in Frank, A-A-R-S-R-A-N-K, the middle initial is Piazin Peter, and the last name is Gerasi. G as in George, E as in Edward, R as in Raymond, A as in Apple, C as in Cat, Y, Gerasi. G-E-R-A-C-Y. And his phone number is 585 
5-813-4090. And my mother kept telling me when we were at that federal court, I don't understand why we have to wait uh, so long for, for this just to see people because there is nobody there. The, the court was empty. There was nobody there. Uh, I guess people uh, don't go to court anymore. They just send somebody like Diana Dane to assassinate you and get and get it over get it over with. So um, the court was empty, and I don't know why people have to wait uh, to be heard um, to the, by, by the federal judge and and um, get what what belongs uh, to them legally because uh, the court was empty. But anyways, I told my mom that that's the way it is, and and um, she filled out that she filled out that uh, paperwork, and and that's done with she she got notification back from the court. Um, and, I was... uh, one thing that I wanted you to to let uh, to to know, guys, is if he, if they ask to what laws are being uh, being violated by these criminals, you just tell them Title uh, Forty Two U.S. Code Four Zero Seven. Uh, a as in Apple. Title 42, U.S. Code 407, A as in Apple, and, excuse me, the ADA 1990 uh, Act, which is the um, uh, American uh, with Disabilities Act of 1990, which was amended by President George uh, W. Bush. Uh, in uh, Bush, excuse me, in uh, 2009, close five uh, and close seven. So um, ADA, ADA, 1990, amended in 2009 uh, by President Bush, father, uh, and um, the close is five and seven, and uh, 18 U.S. Code. 2071, 18 U.S. Code 2071, and the Civil Rights Act of 1964, Clause 6. So just tell them that um, these laws were violated by these uh, criminals working as former employees of FSA and DSS, and Mr. Yarsun, uh, is a citizen who worked dozens of years in here, paid into her social security, Paid her taxes and did everything right, uh, and she needs her money to pay the rent because they are uh, uh, having her uh, evicted uh, on purpose so they can uh, enroll her uh, into a nursing home and keep the check. That's it. And obviously, that's illegal. So that's please, illegal. Uh, uh, judge or please, whoever you, you're calling, you're talking to, uh, 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 follow U.S. law. Uh, and uh, do justice for Mr. Uh, Mr. Oyarza. This is horrible. And do you expect Professor Martinez, um, the judge, uh, the judge uh, Frank P. Urasi, do you expect him to see you and your mother soon? Because we know you have to see Gallagher on the 1st of November, which I, I should remember that because you have to go to Chicago the day before. So this Wednesday, basically, this Wednesday. Is November 1st. Yes, November 1st, and I'm inviting all the producers, the news directors, uh, investigators, uh, radio hosts, uh, and um, 
investigative news reporter at Google there if you like. Uh, you, you are welcome to come and I'll give any uh, interviews that uh, you want me to, to give you. Okay, that's a great idea. And even right now, if anyone's listening, because I believe there's a, a few people in our community, uh, guys, we, we just have to make uh, work with what we have. If any of us right now are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, put put this information out to Professor Martinez and her mother. I believe Elvira Williams is going through a, a situation medically and to live somewhere. The best we can do until we can grow is uh, expose it. If any of you have one solid contact person and phone number in a one or two sentence statement, tell us if when we call and get on a calling campaign what you like us to say. Again, everyone, it doesn't have to be long and lengthy. What counts is numbers. And as long as we keep it short and sweet and post on social media, you will get other people to call on your behalf. Keep it short and sweet. When it's long and complicated, people may not do it. Okay, I'm going to tell you just straight out. Or call this person and ask for this and then ask for this and that. People people are, no, you know, very short and sweet. They're holding my mother's check. Please uh, call campaign. Please ask them to release it based on just one thing. Civil Rights Act, 1964. That's enough for someone to re- remember in their mind real quick. Okay, I'll call. Call this hospital. Let her out. What are you doing to her? Just quote, you know, one law. Uh, if you have, but then definitely we can quote more laws as Professor Martinez provided this judge as well as, you know, Judge Gallagher. And all of us reach out to media November 1st. This woman who has continued our series, part 26 already, she's fighting for her life. She's fighting for the life of her mother. She's fighting for targeted individuals. We have to fight. If we are passive, we're as good as dead. If we're dreaming about a hero, not that any of you guys personally, but you could tell some people of groups in our community got taken by a gang stalker who promised the world and only left with what he wanted, and that contributions from a group that doesn't really have a lot of money. We don't want to leave ourselves. It's good to be hopeful, but not so hopeful where we're naive to be to be assumed and taken a fool. Is there any questions or comments at this time? Any information that you can dig on at this time? We don't have. I wish we did. We're trying to. We need to form with groups of support. But even listening to Professor Martinez, any of you and all of you, we can help one another. One or two quotes with the violation is the contact person and the phone number. By making it short and sweet, trust me, you'll get more people that want to call. People don't want it too complicated. I can tell you right now. Don't have me sound like the Norma Ray movies, but it's true. Don't have it too complicated. You're not going to get help. Too, too complicated. Keep it real simple and fast where so they know a few minutes they can make that call. Are there any questions and comments? Okay. I hear your phone going off. Professor Martinez, anything else you'd like to add? Because I know we'd like to go longer, but right now 
They are messing with your phone. They don't want this tape right now. I want you guys to know this. We have to be like the Ferris wheel. All of us riding in this particular compartment, trafficking of government benefits, take it another step forward. Would we be attacked like this if we were just going down any old rabbit hole? Think about it for a minute. I have uh, to add something. This is the letter that, this is the second letter that uh, is Diana Dane's supervisee sent my mother, uh, harassing her, and trying to falsely document that my mother belongs to that agency and has been in that agency for the last 10 years so they can uh, justify the distorting uh, of the USA government for the last 10 years with millions and perhaps billions of dollars. Uh, this, uh, this letter reads, Livingston County Department of Social Services, 1 Mary Hill Drive, Mount Morris, New York, 14510. Phone number 585-043-7300. Uh, Commissioner Diana Dean, October 18, 2017. And I remind you, this is after by Mother 2016 federal lawsuit against this criminal uh, involved in racketeering. Um, and after several phone calls uh, a, a made here to my mother, and my mother and I telling them that they were duly served with a federal lawsuit and that they were transferring with the witness of a federal lawsuit to me and the plaintiff of a federal lawsuit to my mother. So this is, this is the second letter that my mother received in one uh, month. Uh, October 18, 2017, Ms. Luisa Oyashun, Fort Shepherd at Street Mount Morris, New York, 14510. Dear Ms. Oyashun, Social Security has requested that Livingston County Department of Social Services be conscious essentially pay for your Social Security uh, benefits. Clearly, they omit the name of Diana Dane. They say Livingston County <laughs> Department mm-hmm. of Social Services, not the thief, Diana Dane. Um, so they give lies to uh, 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 something that has no lies because uh, Livingston County Department of Social Services is not a, an alive uh, uh, individual. He has no lies. Diana Dane is the one that is involved in the racket here and in the theft of government benefits, federal and state. Uh, so if we social security disability check, because they, and I quote, are concerned that the current payee is not taking care of Ms. Oyasu with the funds. Um, social security uh, administration has redirected the funds to the social security administration office due to non-compliance with representative payee accounting. So they use the the term redirected. Notice that they don't say transfer. They mean transfer because if they say transfer, they are admitting that they are in violation of U.S. law, which says that patients and Social Security um, disability uh, payments cannot uh, are uh, an unalienable right. They cannot be transferred or sold. So they don't use the word transfer. They say redirected. Um, 
Let this guy has reached out to your current representative, A.E., Motoros, or Lance Martinez. They never like Professor Martinez because they want to portray me as a streetwalker um, who has no education. And it's a criminal, of course, because I have four cases that they open uh, in Morocco to fabricate against me so they can continue the racketeering and the sense of government benefits and identities. So uh, the representative say is a uh, daughter of Lance Martinez multiple times in attempt to get her to complete the accounting form regarding your benefits in 2016. Please call the the Tavia office uh, at one eight six six five nine two three nine four eight to schedule an appointment to meet with them so you can receive your benefits. So they are not uh, on paper. They're not saying they're blackmailing you and we're telling you to do what we tell you to do, or we're not going to give you the, your, your check. They're not saying we want you to to sign a paper saying that you that your daughter manages your phone and she was the one who stole hundreds of thousands of dollars during these ten years when you when, when you were supposed to receive about five thousand dollars and we have been keeping about four thousand dollars every month for the last ten years or so. Uh, we want her to sign a document saying that she is the one who lost your accounting and received your money and she was the one who stole the money. But anyway to receive your appointment to meet with, with them so you can resume your benefits. Uh, and by the way, you, if you receive the, this, this letter, uh, no matter what you do when you go to the office, uh, don't go. I would suggest not to go. But if you do, uh, they will either do two things. Hopefully arrest you, trust themselves, or see uh, themselves and say that you are not them so that they will solution the problem with uh, your family member and say that your family member and you are criminals and that you will be put in jail, and they will keep getting your check and cashing your check. So do not go there. Once the case is put in court, they have to do whatever they want to do in court. They have to go to court and tell the judge. And don't make any deals with them because if, when they offer you a deal, trust me, they are uh, sending you uh, for a trap. That's right. Uh, That's right. You're right about that. Professor uh, Martinez, you have uh, two questions. Well, number one is New York. Number two is we the people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, hello. Okay. Sorry, New York. It's too fast. Go ahead, New York. Uh, hello, Professor Martinez. This is Faye. Uh, I hey, hope you're doing well. Thank you for all your information. Um, I really uh, like uh, the latest one that you uh, said the last uh, show. Um, I forgot what that was called. Lauren, can you? Um, um, I think it was, was it court scams or court filings? Court yeah. Um It was uh, about, uh, it's how you found out about the medical fraud. You oh, had, uh, under the... You had, um, uh, yeah, under the uh, what's it called? Not not FOIA, foil, like aluminum foil. F O I L. Yes, thank you for uh, telling us about that. That's very exciting. Um, I also wanted to mention that um, when Karen Stewart had talked with uh, Lauren on a call before, 
um, another call, she had mentioned that um, many different ethnicities are used, and some of them are foreign, and they uh, they don't seem to have a, um, a sort of a, they don't seem to have a conscience, or they are able to do a lot of these crimes or gang stalk us um, very easily. And I just wanted to say I've been increasingly disturbed and uh, in fear uh, from certain uh, South Asians. They seem to be more and more in Queens, and they seem to be doing more of the medical fraud. For example, in my building, the people above me, happen they happen to be from Pakistan, but there was also a Bangladesh family, and they have been really beaming me much harder than other years. I feel like my bones are dissolving. And my neighbor, his back actually snapped, and he's like, uh, his back, his spine is um, totally bent when he walks. Uh, So uh, there's a lot of crimes happening to us. The medical fraud is happening in our homes, and it's done by the the perpetrators. I believe they may be on the HB1 visa. I think... um, there's fraud there. I looked on Wikipedia, and um, I just wanted to mention that because it's something I've noticed a lot in Queens. Um, I know I mentioned uh, Mexicans, Mexicans and Ecuadors before, but it's also uh, Eastern European, but um, South Asian. And when I mention them, I don't mean to mean every single one, because I did know a very nice Bangladesh family in my building a few years ago, and a very nice young man uh, who was about to go to LaGuardia Community College unfortunately got targeted. Uh, he, they um, had him in a very bad accident. And then since then, uh, his brain was affected and he's been having a lot of trouble. Um, and they had a house foreclosed. A lot of... Their, they target. They seem to target people who have businesses or money, and landlords. Um, you know, of every ethnicity. But thank you for listening. Well, you're very welcome. And and uh, we are talking about the people who are involved in the racketeering, in the illegal aliens mafia. We have yes. many people like uh, from the Dominican Republic, so from where I. Uh, was born uh, in my mother, who are very different, but we have a large, and I mean a large number of uh, Dominicans who come here to sell drugs, to kill, to rob, to commit crimes, to rape, uh, and to uh, join the illegal mafia in their assassination and the traffic in the assassination of American citizens and legal residents and their trafficking of citizens' identities and government benefits. Uh, so we have a lot of both, uh, uh, a lot of Mexicans, a lot of uh, uh, Africans, uh, a lot of um, Russians, a lot of people all over the world because they advertise, uh, and I have an actual advertisement um, video, but they advertise that if you come to America without any papers, you can uh, get free welfare benefits, you don't have to work. Uh, and you don't have to do it, can, can live la vida loca, uh, and, uh, you know, most life. 
Uh, so people want to come here and they live la vida loca uh, while they kill American citizens and legal residents to step into their identity. Wow, people would love to see that video. That's amazing. I, I oh. think I heard one of the uh, videos that uh, shows that uh, it was about a, a, a woman. It showed a woman that was being interviewed by a man, and she was saying that uh, the Obama administration brought uh, thousands of um, refugees, uh, uh, and they were told that if they said that they, you know, some a part of their bodies hurt or something like that, they could be given social security disability. And now you and I know that social security disability is for citizens only. So how uh, can they get social security disability if you have to work and pay into your social security to get social security, social security disability? That shows you that uh, the corruption was from the very top to the very bottom. Yes. Right, there are a lot of Nepali, Nepali refugees who lately, in the last five years, they've uh, they've been targeting, they've been participating in perpetrating, uh, probably in what you just said. Yes, like you said, they come over here, the Vida Loca, crazy life, and all you have to do is, is just hunt down some Americans and you can really get over. Let me say this. Thank you. One, number one, thank you, Faye. And number two, Faye, when you come to the calls, especially my call, and I want everyone to hear this, you don't have to be timid to describe who, and, I, and that means ethnicity, nationality, color, hue, if you want to break it down. The, what, what, they, what we're placed in, it is us against them. We are the victims, and they are the perps. Do not let these Democrats are all this crazy talk about PC. Get in the way of describing the perp. He was six feet one. He was he looked like he was Bangladesh, and he was after me. Period. We're talking about bad people, people after us. Bad people are after us. You don't have none of you when you call this line. A perp is a perp. You got to describe them. What they look like. They're after us. And they don't want to, to. They don't want you to leave because they need your identity. And if you leave, you're a threat to, to them because they can go to jail for 25 to 30 years. I know uh, a man uh, who had a friend, and um, his friend uh, went to jail. He, she uh, she's Puerto Rican. She she come, she was born in Puerto Rico. She's an American citizen, but she was trafficking with government benefits and. Um, she was being she was given twenty five years in jail. Twenty five years. That's so right. You if you are caught, uh, you're going to spend a lot of uh, uh, years in jail. That's why they prefer to kill the citizens and legal residents uh, and and uh, solution that problem because they know uh, what they're doing and they know that it's punishable uh, by law with many years in jail. That's why they want to kill my mother. They want to kill. Uh, Lauren's uh, sister, they want to kill Elvira because uh, their identities uh, are expensive because if they are chronically ill, um, they pay a lot of money for those uh, medical and Medicaid uh, because the New York State trade Medicaid and Medicaid pay 100% of whatever is uh, is uh, used at the doctor's hospital and at the uh, hospital 
and they can buy a lot of uh, wheelchairs and a lot of equipment that they then uh, send to the Dominican Republic, to Africa, to Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, Europe, um, without uh, a, a New York State trade Medicaid or uh, a Medical. Uh, so that's why they need to kill you to get rid of you, and they can step into your identity and continue to destroy the USA uh, USA government with billions and trillions of dollars every year. Uh, and uh, uh, the, the different countries, the third, third world countries, can get their wheelchairs for free. They're um, expensive, uh, more modern wheelchairs, which, which have a motor uh, and a little stick that you can uh, manipulate with, with a hand. Uh, and so those machines are, are being paid with the taxpayers' money and being sent to uh, many people. I don't know if I told you, but my my grandmother, my mother's mother, is an illegal area mafia member. She has two grocery stores in the Dominican Republic, two grocery stores. She never worked one day in her life here in this country. Nevertheless, because she, she uh, is uh, an illegal area mafia member, she was able to send so much food for, uh, and so, much, so many things uh, for the, the Dominican Republic that she had two grocery stores. Uh, and I have seen people, uh, American citizens, African-Americans and white American citizens born here um, that, that are denied the groceries in the country because they give it to people like my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, to send it to their country, to their native country, so they can um, sell it on the street, sell it at the grocery store or supermarket and they live like things there, which is not real. That state with the taxpayers' money. That's horrible. That is horrible. This is this is an atrocity. And and Faye is right. It's getting very even more dangerous because wait a minute, we got to go over one thing. It's getting more dangerous for our lives, Professor Martinez, because President Trump is cutting off that money source to this mafia. Oh yes. And he has uh, an African-American that I believe he's endorsing that says that he wants to run for Senate, for the Senate, because he wants to uh, give back the benefits and the jobs to the American citizens and to the legal residents, because he's doing enough uh, of this, uh, all, all government benefits and all jobs going to the illegals, that he's tired of that. So he's running for the Senate, and I believe he will win. Uh, with with Mr. Trump's endorsement, and okay. also they have another African American who is running. Uh, also, I believe in New Jersey. I think he's saying the same thing. He was uh, uh, in the military, and he's saying, you know, we need to concentrate in our problems, and and we need to concentrate in fixing uh, our problems and taking care of of uh, our citizens or of our own uh, before taking care of somebody else. That's so right. I think that uh, I think that he's doing something. What happened is that the corruption is so rampant. It, it, it is so um, our country is so infested with it. It is. It is. That's the word infested, you guys. I'm not lying. Uh, that's okay. now, Fira. Did you have a question? We the people. Oh, Fira. Okay, I know she had a hand up at one point. Hello? Okay. 
We've got to do something, Professor Martinez, because uh, this is, you're right, the corruption is rampant. I'd love to ask you a question because I know in a lot of your studies, do you feel that America with the corruption rampant, are we paralleling exactly like ancient Rome? Remember, it's kind of imploded on itself with the corruption. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You remember the um, Rome, uh, how Rome was corrupted? You know, people were uh, sleeping with each other. You know, your wife sleeping with my wife, my my wife sleeping with a dog, the dog sleeping with a cat, everybody. It is such a corruption, you know. Everybody is, is getting drunk. Uh, people are uh, allowing their friends to drive drunk when they are supposed to uphold the law and have the police officers. Uh, they, they just say, you know, you're driving drunk, go and do whatever you want. Uh, I don't care. Uh, you're my friend. I don't care. You don't, you don't get a government position so you can break the law. You get a government position to uphold the law, not to break in. When this Obama administration employees, they got all uh, the police officers, the uh, security administration office, uh, officers uh, employees, the uh, DHS employees, they all got um, jobs to break the law so they can enrich themselves uh, illegitimately um, through their, their government positions, abuse the citizens, and get away with it with total immunity because they see themselves as a person who gets a job so they can abuse others and uh, they can um, enrich themselves by stealing, destroying the USA government and doing whatever they need to do uh, to, to enrich themselves. And uh, that's uh, that creates a society that is infested with crime, corruption, and uh, assassins and, and thieves, nothing more. That's why uh, President Trump is, is uh, you know, draining uh, the swamp. And I, I hope it doesn't pass because when you have government employees going into somebody's bank account, which is a federal offense, offense going into somebody's bank account, Stealing the money and then saying, oh, you don't know how to count. Oh, your daughter doesn't know how to count. Because first they say that they commit, that I committed fraud, that I stole the money. Now they're saying that I don't know how to count. And the letter continues to be, if you and your representative say are unable to resolve this issue, our agency will need to apply to ask as a representative is. They need to apply now, they said that they were chosen as a representative payee or asked to be representative payee for my mother because she's, of course, a Spanish chick and she doesn't know how to count. Now they need to apply. And I said, I would like an opportunity to assist you regarding this matter, of course, because my mother and I don't know how to do it right. So she needs to assist us regarding this matter and have paper a home visit Thursday, November 2nd, 2017, at 2 p.m. If you say, oh, time is not convenient, please call me and we, we can see a paper. Thank you for your cooperation. I look forward to meeting, uh, to meeting with you. Now, uh, this one is Rene, sincerely, Rene Diet, R-E-N-E, B as in David, I-E, B as in Tom, B as in Libra. Senior case worker, adult services unit. Now they're not writing adult protective services. 
start writing a dog service unit, unit because they know that my mother has two notions against this, uh, this father, a woman's boss. And they cannot no, they can no longer claim that my mother is incompetent because how is she going to vote, um, notarize documents, and file federal lawsuits? No way. So they cannot claim that. So they took out uh, protective and they left adult services. And um, they are, uh, when you get a letter like this, in your, in, if you are in my mother's same situation, do not. Uh, allow those people in your home because what they want is to falsely document that they are that you are one of their clients, and they already sent two letters. They sent one saying that they were going to come the 25th. Uh, we told them not to come. They're saying another. They sent another letter saying that they're going to come on November 2nd. You see what they're doing? They're documenting that they are visiting my mother and that my mother has problems or I have problems, and they're. They are the ones who we need to contact to solution those problems because you see, uh, we don't know how to count, we don't know how to read, so they are the ones who need to solution our problems. So they are falsely documenting that they are visiting us, not coming to harass us because my mother is the boss. They are visiting uh, my mother because my mother is a client and that's not true. My mother has never been one of her clients, ever. And they have defrauded the U.S. government with millions of dollars with my mother's and my mother's social security number and my mother's identity. And people need to be, need to go to go to jail over this because the taxpayers work too hard. I know my mother works too hard, and and, and I work too hard for uh, for these people to get packed uh, millions of dollars, uh, saying that people belong to one of the to, to their agencies when people never belong to one of to their agencies. And never have received one penny or or, or one service uh, from those agencies. No, they haven't. They need to go to jail. And just like the Roman Empire, you guys, this is imploding. So they're trying to cover their ass, but they are only in here for a short time. Again, we have the uh, two phone numbers, and it's a good suggestion with the few people that we have, and yet we know our lives are in danger. Please, you guys, when we meet again, or my new cell phone number, please. I can't stress it enough. Uh, the new, I'll have it at least a month to figure out what they're going to do with this Obama phone. It's 219 214 Go ahead and give me a call. That I will have this number totally for a month for sure when I need a phone to talk. Uh, they hit us on our pocket. They keep us broke. They keep us in jail or their kangaroo court. Um, these are all tactics, of course, to exterminate us. Because remember, we're a, a risk to the mafia every breath we take. They want us dead so they can comfortably step into our identity. And another thing that you should know, guys, uh, when you go to federal court, um, they're going to test you and they're going to keep your cell phone. When you when you go to send a court and they keep your cell phone, that means that they have access to your uh, contact information, your contact numbers, and your uh, whatever you did and whoever you called uh, on your cell phone. And um, the other thing that I wanted to, to tell you, besides being careful what cell phone you take, uh, it, Sometimes it's better to take your Obama phone with no contact whatsoever or whatever and leave 
if you have an access to another phone, leave the phone uh, with a contact at home. And the other uh, thing that I wanted to tell you, they do that because they don't want people to to videotape or, or record what um, the illegalities that go, that go on in there. Because when my mother and I went to the federal court last week on the 25th of October 2017, uh, we saw supposedly uh, a lawyer. A lawyer that was supposed to be uh, of assistance to us, and this lawyer told us straight out uh, that um, my mother was not going to get anywhere in that court because, uh, frankly, the judge was going to uh, not um, give her her, her, uh, her legal um, uh, social security award, uh, not give her back her social security check. Uh, he was going to keep the case going forever. And that lawyer uh, told us that the only way we were going to get my mother's uh, check is if we did uh, whatever the employees of Social Security Administration Office told us to do. Now, if I had my phone with me or, or, or um, a, a tape recorder, I would have recorded the conversation. But, of course, I, I did not record the conversation because... Uh, they keep all the phones, all the reporters, all the videotapes. My mother took uh, her camera with her, and they checked her camera because they didn't want uh, her to exercise her legal right to report public officials, which are the people working in the court. They are public officials or government employees. Mm. So then, um, then... Basically, when they take your phone, that gives them full leeway when you're in a federal court to talk, to just openly be out with what they're doing, and they know you don't have a phone to record it. Yes, because imagine if I recorded that a court clerk telling me that people have to go to mediation, when in reality people don't have to go to mediation. People go to mediation if they want to, if they choose to, but not they don't have to go. They don't have to go. Uh, and if I had not been a, medi- a certified mediator by the state of New York, I would have not, not known that. Uh, and the lawyer that told me this, uh, that told us this, um, uh, did not uh, give us her, her card, so we, we couldn't have her name because, of course, she, was, uh, she knew she was in violation of U.S. law by telling us that. Uh, in other words, I cannot tell if I'm a lawyer in, and I work in a court, I cannot tell you, okay, submit to the blackmail so you can uh, get what you want. That's illegal. You cannot say to somebody, it's like if I said, say to a prostitute, okay, prostitute yourself uh, and uh, give them money to your your, your uh, team so um, he cannot beat you. I'm not supposed to allow the team to beat, to beat her because that's illegal. That's abuse. So the... the um, the person that was working uh, in this office was a female attorney, and the office is located at 108th Street, Rochester, New York, on the fifth floor. Um, and um, I'm sorry, on the fifth floor is the uh, United States Attorney's Office, which uh, told us that uh, they, they could not prosecute these uh, racketeering-related people because they were all government employees, right? Of course. 
but the the lawyer that talked with us uh, belongs to legal services for people with limited income and assets, and it was on the uh, second floor, and it is called the Process uh, Lawsuit Program. The Process Lawsuit Program uh, is uh, on on Wednesday and, and Fridays from 11:30 to 2 p.m. And this is the kind of help that you get: extortion, um, intimidation, coercion, and to be told, "Don't go to court because you are not going to win." Oh, and another thing that I wanted to mention, um, the people that are involved in the racketeering and in the violation of human and civil rights uh, do not uh, have any decency or any morals. So don't, don't think that you're dealing with normal people. You are not. You're dealing with criminals.
Hello? 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 Lauren, this is Solange. I called you on, from the other phone because uh, um, I got disconnected with the other phone, with the, the, the phone that I called uh, before with. Can you hear me? I'm sorry, Let's everyone. Go. This is Lauren. I just got disconnected. I got thrown off. Hello? Can you oh, guys hear hello, me? Hello, I'm here. This is Professor Martinez, Solange Martinez. Hi, Solange. It's Lauren. We got, I said they kicked me off, you guys. I was just like, hello, hello. I didn't hear anybody. The room was unmuted. I didn't know what was going on. Jesus Christ. This is how low this mafia will go. Trust me, if we were speaking like green monsters or whatever, aliens, we wouldn't have this problem. Trust. And they do that because uh, they are they feel threatened by the information that's being uh, disseminated through this show because they know it's true. So if they were not afraid of the information that is being given during the show, they would not do anything. They know that we found the smoking gun, and they are afraid uh, that uh, they're going to go to jail if uh, this is uh, followed up and prosecuted. That's why they don't want to, um, excuse me, have us record uh, any more shows. I uh, know, and especially about this topic. I'm telling you guys, if it was some way out, freaked out alien show, <laughs> we would have no problems, you know. Something bizarre. Uh-uh. And they well, uh, feel that way because they know that the administration that we have now is not like the previous administration that anything goes, you know, anything went during the previous administration. Now they have a new president, uh, a new attorney general, a new, and it's not, uh, it's not um, Eric Holder or, or Lorena Lynch. Uh, and we have other people in the administration that are not looking to uh, falsify documents, to um, rob our citizens, and to confiscate uh, people's properties like they do um, in, uh, in the communist uh, countries like Cuba and Venezuela, and like they did during Obama administration with the bondies in Oregon. Now we have a different administration. That's why they are fearful, because they know that there are going to be consequences for the uh, criminalization and the brutalities uh, that go on uh, in this country. Um, at this time, you know, but in, in fact, I hear you, Professor Martinez, and I think you hear me clearer than ever. Again, we're continuing the Illegal Aliens Mafia, Part 26. Today is Sunday, October 29th. 2017, and I want this noted on the recording, we have subsequently had interruptions with the phones. We've had callers that made attempts to call in and keep getting kicked off. I want that noted. I want that noted on this recording. And you know what? Um, they have no arguments. The illegal aliens mafia members, they, uh, you can tell that they're not smart people because 
they are saying things like, uh, I am not responsible, uh, I don't know how to count. I send that check when I took my um, my job um, uh, after I graduated from uh, my under after I did my undergraduate work at SUNY Geneseo. I uh, went to um, Fordham University and I paid my own graduate work. It was it was nobody paid me uh, for anything. I paid my undergraduate my graduate work, excuse me, and I paid sixty five thousand dollars for my graduate work. And the last check that I sent was a $12,000 check. If I was not a responsible person, I would have gone to, uh, on a vacation with that money or I would have done something else with that money, buy a new car or whatever. But I paid, the last check that I paid was a $12,000 check. Uh, a person who is not responsible doesn't do that, doesn't pay off a loan um, and do that. I used to also work uh, two jobs, um, two full-time jobs, and go to school to finish my graduate work. And I used to donate $250 per month or so to the poor people in Amnesty International, Catholic Charities, Human Rights Organization, etc. If I was not a person with principles, I would not have done that. And um, the, that is um, that is AP, yeah, the APS and DSS people, they don't even um, have an argument that makes sense. They just take whatever comes to mind because they are so loud by the authorities that they just do whatever they want. And of course, they don't want to go to a house where there is a, a real person with a real need of adult protective service, like a person, uh, uh, the, the mother of the landlord, I had to, uh, out of the goodness of my heart, I have to accompany her to, to go shopping at Walmart because uh, she doesn't have, she has uh, been a widow for the last 27 years, and she has been living alone there for the last 27 years. So nobody visits her, nobody, nobody stays with her, nobody takes her out. So as I understand that, and as, as the, the landlord told me, her son, and I felt uh Sorry for her, so I took her. Uh, we went to to do shopping for four hours. Uh, why don't Why does an adult protective service go and take that a uh, 77 years old uh, woman who is overweight and who has a, a a a problem with her leg that cannot walk very well? Why doesn't Why don't does an adult protective service send somebody to go with her to Walmart to go shopping with her or to go to go grocery shopping, um, and the son told me that she was she had dementia. Uh, she was starting to look at him funny and and think you know forget like that he was the, the son, uh, and she's st still driving. So why don't they assign somebody from adult protective service to drive her around? She already got three tickets, so they, it is their duty to go in and and help somebody like her who has been alone, who doesn't have anybody living with her in that big house that she lives in. No, they have to come and harass uh, a person who um, has a daughter who's a college professor who takes care of her, who does everything for her uh, if she needs uh, everything, and who is with her 24-7. So they have to come and harass her. If they were truly adult protective service, they would be servicing that 77-year-old uh, a lady who has been living alone for the last 27 years. 
and who ha- and and they would be sending somebody to to help her shower and and do other things because the last time that um, the last two times that we saw each other, I believe uh, was the last two times. My mother told me, you know, um, that uh, uh, the lady, the, uh, the mother of the landlord, smells like urine. And I said to my mother, yes, the last time that I was with her, that I went shopping with her to uh, Walmart, she smelled like urine too. But uh, no wonder, because if she's overweight and she's 77 years old and she lives alone, she cannot be, you know, showering alone or whatever because she can fold and, and hit herself. Uh, so they gave her a, a necklace or something to call 911 if she falls or something happens to her. But that's not the case. The case is that, that that's not the point. The point is that she lives alone and she's 77 years old and Adult Protective Services employees get a very fat check from the government to service the people that need services. But what do they do? They don't service those people. They go and harass, use that agency, which is supposed to service the uh, the population, the adult population, when they cannot, uh, um, when they need help, and they use that agency to terrorize, antagonize, and harass the citizens who report uh, racketeering and um, social security benefits uh, theft and and uh, government uh, benefits theft. That's what they use that that agency for. So this is a, a method of reporting and denouncing that um, that utilization of the funds for adult protective services. Uh, Mr. Trump, uh, please um, terminate that adult protective service, services uh, agency because it is only used to defraud the USA government, to steal from the USA government, and to steal from the taxpayers. And the monies that go into that agency uh, is only to... to um, be used to go to the pockets of the uh, illegal aliens mafia members who are trafficking with citizens' identities and government benefits. So please do away with the adult protective services agencies uh, because it is not used uh, for the benefits of the citizens at all. And another thing that I wanted to report during this show is the following. If uh, they claim that uh, I am not acting in my be- in my mother's best interest because I'm using her money, do you really think that a college professor in the age of 25 is going to go to killers and then go to do her graduate work to steal $1,000 per month uh, from her mother when I am supposed to be earning uh, $500 per hour? If I was a corrupted person, I would be joining the mafia and I would be earning $5,000 per hour because I have the credentials. I don't have to steal anybody's credentials because I have, I have my credentials and I know what to do. So their argument, however you look at it, is, is uh, um, stupid and it, it doesn't make any sense. However you look at it, it doesn't make any sense. They also no, claim... Doesn't that uh, I am not a good daughter. If I wasn't a good daughter, I would go out at night on Fridays and come back Sunday nights. I wouldn't be with my mother 24-7. That is true. I, I don't like how they, uh, for this in-home support system, how they worded that uh, my sister and I just, my sister didn't like it, hang out. She did not like that terminology. 
And you know what I mean? I I believe everybody, these mafia members, are not qualified and they're very inappropriate in these positions. And and the, their arguments, I don't I don't understand how they come up with these arguments that don't make any sense because they claim, oh, we are keeping your mother's check. Um, we're we're not stealing it. We're keeping your mother's check because um, we want to protect her money. Yes, you want, they want to protect her money, but they they don't want to protect her because they want no. to protect her money and keep the check, but they don't give the, the they don't pay the eight hundred dollars to the landlord, so the landlord can evict her. That's ridiculous. That she has always paid rent wherever you guys have lived. See, that that doesn't make any sense. They're acting like you guys are a bunch of, uh, you know, renters that come in and don't pay the rent or something. Exactly, because they want to falsely document <laughs> that we are irresponsible, that our our perfect credit, because my credit was 803 um, before I dealt with the mafia, that my perfect credit and my mother's perfect credit uh, uh, was damaged because we are irresponsible. And they were damaged, my credit was damaged because they railroaded me, they... Um, a, a, a home stripped me first and my mother, and then they um, job stripped me uh, in order to have people step into my identity and work with my credentials in New Jersey, New York, and in every county in New Jersey as well as in every county in New York and many other counties, uh, even in in uh, Los Angeles, California. Um, according to my research, they have people uh, working with my credentials all over the place. So if that's, I that's too many Solange Martinez with your uh, credentials. That again, that should talk to everyone. Even IRS. That's too many. Uh, you know what I mean? That's the same name being used too much with the Social Security. The same. And also, they claim that I uh, I stole my mother's money. If I had stolen my mother's money with my reporting of their the illegal alias mafia of uh, members, their associates, I would be in jail uh, for 10 to, to 15 years because to steal federal um, benefits uh, from uh, an, a disabled person like my mother uh, is a 10 to 15 year sentence. If I stole my mother's social security uh, checks, social security benefits, that's 10 to 15 years in jail. With all the reporting that I have done against these people, and with all the evidence that I have shown uh, to get them in trouble, including judges, congressmen, uh, congresspersons, and senators, I would have been in jail uh, 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 for the rest of my life because those people hate me, and they have the connections to put me in jail if I if I do anything illegal. The problem that they have is that I I don't do anything illegal because I do everything uh, 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 according to God and according to God's laws. That's why when they offered me the three to five million dollars every uh, three to five years, I turned them down because they are not going to use the gifts that God gave me for the devil. They will not. So they are angry because of that too, and they come up with this uh, very stupid, very unintelligent um, uh, arguments, and, and I don't understand who gives them that argu- those that arguments. They are very unintelligent. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Well, um, Professor Martinez, you're having too many... 
we are having a lot of. Yes. I would I would live in here in a, in the middle of nowhere, and my car would be a 1995 Toyota Corolla Which or a exactly. 1997 Toyota. See, that, that's what doesn't support their lies. I want everyone to hear this on tape. We don't. If we are criminals, where's the wealth? Nobody lives like this forever. You know what I mean? We don't even have money in another, you know, a safe deposit box hidden away. Nobody is going to live this impoverished for this long. Please, I don't buy it. Where's the wealth? The money. Where's the money? If we're, if we're big criminals and, you're, like you said, if Professor Martinez is abusing and stealing from her mother, where's the wealth? That's what I want to know because the last time I checked, my my vehicles were uh, a two Toyota, Toyota vehicles from 1996 and 1995. Uh, the other day, I found out that the cars uh, nowadays have cameras that you can see. You don't need to look back. You can see uh, through the, the dashboard, they have cameras. And you can see the back of your vehicle, and you can see the front of your vehicle. I didn't even know that. I would oh my have, gosh. you know, a nice vehicle if I had stolen thousands of, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, Professor Martinez, they are um, attempting to ruin this, and we are recorded. Again, I want to repeat this call. It's the Illegal Alien Mafia, Part 26. Today is Sunday. October 29, 2017. Several times, and several means three or more, this recording has been horribly interrupted, especially in the transmission of our speaker, Professor Solange Martinez. Uh, I'm going to, uh, the next time we have this call, Professor Martinez, I think we're going to go a little more incognito, that uh, I would, it would be more personal through text or telephone calls, word of mouth, to ensure we have uh, the type of recording and show quality that uh, all of you have experienced with me, okay? Because as a moderator, it's starting to bother me. They have interrupted the show trying to make it inaudible, and I don't like that. I don't think any of us do. I agree with you, Lauren. This, this is ridiculous. We'll be a little bit, a little bit more in, even incognito, a little bit more incognito. Uh, maybe for social media, make contact. Um, do you have any last uh, comments that you want to get on uh, Professor Martinez before we close? The only one is that God is in control, not the illegal alias mafia, and not anybody else. God is in control. Absolutely. And with that, everyone, I'd like to thank you for joining tonight. Um, and again, I'll be on Wednesday at 8 p.m. And we have to continue our fight, our fight. I suggest, though, all of you con- uh, make contact if you have access to social media on Facebook. Solange.Martinez.5817. She's on Facebook. So you know that's www.facebook forward slash Solange dot Martinez dot five eight one seven. All the documents, the illegal alien mafia enemies are there and posted. Also the phone numbers that she took time to give us. I'm gonna start putting it out now to Twitter as well as Facebook and I'll even knowing me type it a few times. 
I had to work now with a manual mouse because they are really messing with my laptop. This has been, uh, and we're starting Sunday. This this mafia is hitting us all pretty hard. But I want to close out on this day and let all of you know, are we on the right road? You bet. Uh, Several months back, Homeland Security contacted me. Less than a month ago, what was his name again? Daniel Rivera of Galavision called me, and uh, a listener told me 305 area code is definitely Miami, Florida, Um, asking me questions about a perp that lives in Los Angeles that I did put out there, and he is a perp. He's a trafficker. I've also gotten less than a week later on my old phone that I dropped today, it doesn't work, a recording that I kept, and I wrote the phone number down, threatening me if I, with my, uh, let me see, if I'm being liable, I will be picked up and arrested. I called the number back, and it says it's disconnected. So I believe, I don't know if it's true or not, guys, but they will threaten your life. And on top of that, I still have to uh, keep holding together for my chronically ill sister who's fighting for her life. When we meet again, we'll work again, but I strongly suggest that our resistance grows, and we're going to grow similar to World War II. We're going to have to talk more in code, social media, and, you know, hint, hint, uh, more quick conversations when we'll meet again to ensure that we can get around this mafia, okay? I would like to advertise it to grow, but you know what? It'll, the other ways we can make this grow is word of mouth, you know? We can. With that, everyone, have a, a great evening, and I will see you. Um, we'll announce the call again, more, more discreet, so we won't have these issues. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lauren. God bless you. God bless you, Solange. Be safe. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.